Blog Talk Radio.
step closer to achieving my goal. Let's know the chosen facts so the people will know. Exact is how we do it. Flow motions run through it. No time for propaganda, so I run right through it. God bless and in the flesh. I delete all the stress. Now, bro, we keep it locked like a full court press. Profile to hit the platform, spread the world around town. The chosen resurrector of the critical sound. Get down to the word that we say, then convey. The message in my lesson top notch is my profession, no question. I bless them with the style that I've created universal. So I can never sound dated to find My style of composition of quotes Calibrated rhyme stated Rocking two bar notes Solo Flip the track so we can better our position Live and uncut This is the dope transmission
caught left laid in your system particles like a deep breath rushed in your night dream sold in your instincts i used to work magic till it ended up tragic think about it you're just a kid and your father hit your mother do you think about killing the motherfucker well i did but then i had to think twice because the boy without the father's life beans without right yeah think about it what is the meaning to bleak a casual destruction in the modern day speech a mess fell with snow a nigga with a thousand homes a steady professional dollar pointed right at your door think about it you say you're thinking but i doubt it you're talking on the front and hugging on again and stout it beer drinking breath taking sniff and glue now everybody wonder what's wrong with you Yeah. 
Well, you didn't listen. I mean, it was just uh, five minutes. He he sat there with his attorneys, and and when they got ready to question him, he walked out. So now they are charging him with a, a contempt. Well, he's under a subpoena, so yes, that's the next step. They charge yeah. him. Uh, yeah. But um, this entire administration is in contempt. Yes people who profess to want to be free, free of government spying, free of, of government authoritarian, and I don't give a damn who it comes from, Trump, Biden, Obama, uh, separate, or as one group. It doesn't matter, okay? Um, there's a set of standards that govern the behavior of the people in terms of the body politic in this country. And it's called the the Declaration of Independence. It's called the Constitution, specifically the Bill of Rights. Now, we've seen utter contempt for the law uh, as it is currently being practiced by this administration. And at some point, the people in this country are obligated to stand up against criminal behavior. And I don't see how you can view this in any other manner. But the people in this country are obligated to stand up against criminal behavior, be it outside the borders and without borders, of which every country on this planet has them. Show me a country that doesn't have borders, and I'll show you a country that doesn't exist. So my thing is, why why is we the people uh, standing down and allowing all of this criminality to take place? Well, what's up with that? I think because most people uh, have a fallen victim to propaganda, be it real or imagined, and that propaganda has been laced heavily with fear through the media, which is why one of the first things that if Orange Man gets back in office, he has to do this, and that is to ask for a list of all those people who work in mainstream media who are part of the intelligence community, every single one of them, okay? And then draw up uh, rules and regulations for who can work in media in terms of the intelligence community and who can't. And I think that what you're going to see happen if that takes place is the shock on people's face when they realize that some of the people that they probably watch every day, black and white and Hispanic, are actually intelligence agents and or assets. That's about 99% of the media, well, we, we need we need the proof to back it up. That's what's important. And then you could begin to move, uh, be it prosecuting those people who work for the intelligence community, who under uh, cover of that particular job status were consistently lying to the people because Obama cannot give the media 
or lie as much as you want cards. You see, the media is called the fifth estate for a reason. That's because it's supposed to be the guardian, the eyes and ears of the people. But when the government has co-opted your eyes and your ears, how do you maneuver your way in society, Bear? Mm-hmm. Well, because isn't that part of the first thing in war? Is the first thing you go after is the media. Yes, but according to the government, the government is not at war with the people. It's at war with MAGA. But that's Even the though you know, that's the lie. The bottom line is you need to put safeguards in place and prosecute if necessary because you got to understand, these people participated openly with the attempted overthrow of this government during the Trump first administration because yeah. none of the Trump-Russia could have went anywhere. The whole Trump-Russia nonsense and all the rest of it could go nowhere without mainstream media acting as the propaganda organ, okay? You're talking about government employees that they work for the intelligence community. And the president has a legitimate right to call to order all those who are working in any capacity, undercover or informant, for the mainstream media. That should be the first line of business. First thing that he should do. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, and I'm going to show you why here. And by the way, family, uh, uh, Hotel Sister Bev, Hotel Family. Hotel. And in 2024, the metaphysical finality of black feminine infinity. I know that's a complicated title. But I hope that in uh, uh, this session and the next session, uh, you come to realize and understand just where I'm coming from, all right? That being, we are metaphysical people. We always say we're spiritual. Mm -hmm. Well, by just metaphysical, okay? And the thing about metaphysics, uh, because it's uh, universally oriented, Okay, I'm talking about in terms of the universe. Uh, It is infinite. It has no beginning and no ending. Because spirituality has no beginning or ending. Okay? It's a state of mind drawn directly from the the, uh, energetic, uh, let's say, God-oriented vibrations or forces in the universe, as above, so below. And I kind of think that that's why the first tarot card of the magician has them pointing above and and below as the infinity yeah. signal uh, uh, symbol hovers above his head. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he also have on his table some cards have all the tools. So he's saying you got all the tools. That is to correct. accomplish what you need to accomplish. And it's almost as if he's at a bazaar uh, willing to give out that information to mm-hmm. anybody buy it. Just laying out there on the table. It's out there. So it's like, yeah. 
Come and get it. It's right here if you want. Yeah. To. Yeah. Now you have the option to remain in an illusionary state. Okay. You can remain in an altered consciousness state. That's up to each and every individual. That's on you. Okay. We here. But I think it's. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead, Ben. I think I, I think that it's something like uh, the movie Get Out. You gotta push your way. You can't. It ain't just gonna ease up off of you. You know when yeah. she was trying, when she was hypnotizing them, and he was cutting himself through. So she pushes his way through that. That's what you gotta have to do. We sitting yeah. here waiting for it to happen. We gotta make it happen. That's correct. Push our way out of it. No question about it, okay? And I think that's the most important part of why I'm viewing what's going on with a particular sector of black women, too many to be exact, okay, or to be real. Too many have bought into this insanity, okay? And as a result of that, what they're unknowingly doing, because they're not spiritually oriented, mm-hmm. right? pushing another person's uh, uh, spiritual agenda. Yeah. Yes. Well, we just call it, because remember, Black Lives Matter talking about they was praying to the ancestors that they were able to take over. <laughs> what ancestors? What ancestors it is that they're praying to, because it can't be the ones uh, that I respect and pray to. All right? Because they hate men. Now, I don't know how you come from a spiritual perspective and you hate what you have put here to basically work with. Those are the two. Okay, the infinity infinity symbol represents the female and the male. All right? So it's just amazing to me that for whatever reason they're doing this, the illusion of power, uh, these lesbian black women have decided to step outside of their spiritual essence and become representatives of the real system of white supremacy. Well, the now, real the real black women, uh, women's period, uh, uh, they're going to have to end that up is and say, no, you're not. That is absolutely correct. Okay, because if you are a woman and you have male children, they really hate the males, mm-hmm. and they use the cover of white males to make it appear they don't. But they have literally attempted to cancel all males who are heterosexual in whatever industry they've been allowed to infest. Because they don't infiltrate anything. They infest it. It's like Owens Man said. Everything woke turns to ish. <laughs> okay? Now, a lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff. What are the things now, that we... Now, somebody <laughs> said, wait a minute, before yeah. we get into it, somebody was saying that before... Uh, let's say uh, they are pushing back 
the heterosexual women, but the that little five percent of the degenerates have bigger microphones. Yes, no question about it. I don't know. Yeah, but you know when 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 the sisters get to talking and shaking that head, they don't need no microphone and putting their hands on their hip and stepping up. They don't need no microphone. They is the microphone. Bingo. Bingo. They become an amplifier. Yeah. And that's what I said some time ago. We need to learn how to amplify many of the things that we talk about here. And one of yeah. the ways that I hope that that's being done is through uh, the research. Check out yeah. the research. Pull up, pull up some of the videos or whatever because we're going to drop a bomb tonight to see. Okay. I try to give people their props when they're on point, even if I disagree with some of the things that they say in terms of their conclusion. My primary focus is black traitors, okay, within the system of white supremacy. Don't do no good for me to out, outline the system of white supremacy, give you all of the, the names of the people who are involved in it, show you how it works uh, at, a, at the social level, and not point out to you within our own people who are these people who are working for this thing. Okay, that's equally as important as identifying the perpetrators of the real system of white supremacy. Okay? And so that's mm-hmm. what I've done for over 40-some years now, consistently. Because Brother Malcolm said before you get the master, you got to get his dog. And so mm-hmm. that dog We got plenty over, of them. Yes, that dog over the decades, Bev, has come in many forms. Yeah. Many forms. It's male and female. It's bitches and hoes. Okay? It is not sexually oriented, but it's sexually degenerate. Because many of these people belong to organizations that are part of their requirements that you undergo uh homosexual acts. And the higher you go up, that's what you run into because eventually you you melt into the real system of white supremacy. And as we was pointing out yesterday, if they rape their children, what do you think they care about you? Joe Biden is in the White House because he has a major tendency, and they know it. You think if we if we know this, they don't that he raped his children. You think they don't know he a pedophile? No, he reflects them. As we were pointing out mm-hmm. yesterday, look at all the presidents yeah. that have been homosexuals, right, in the closet or engaged in uh, questionable activity in terms of their uh, sexual orientation. And I looked and we, at the video with them with that big old hole yesterday, the tunnel that they had, and they acting crazy because uh, they closing up the tunnel. Yeah. And, and, and like the caller say, he saw all the young boys walking in. And so, you know, this is what they all doing. Bev, and most people have been basically uh, uh, sleepwalking their way through life 
when it comes to some of the things that have been going on in this country for decades. Yeah. People have been sleepwalking. Okay? Because most people, and this is the problem with white people, white people are, are very naive in terms of mm-hmm. the level of that's being practiced in this country where even they are victims of it. They don't even realize yeah. it. Yeah. Because they've got too much invested in this country. But I said years ago that this country needs an enema. A fat one. Okay? Because it's full of ish. And that's what you see playing mm-hmm. out. Okay? Yeah. But people at the high levels are going to have to exercise some backbone. You see? The people at the lower levels are in a state of uh, fear because they have no one to really rely on to any large degree in any area in this country at the higher level. And as we see, there's a different set of rules for them than everybody else. Okay? Because I don't care which side of this thing you're on. For me, it's about right and wrong, and that's been what I stand on, period. I don't care who likes it. I ain't trying to win friends. Truth is a a very bitter pill to swallow sometimes. But I think it's it's necessary, as uh, Cat Williams says, Sister Bell, Mm-hmm. We try to get Joe Brown to understand. I, I guarantee he understand it now. Oh yeah, he get it now. Ain't no need of trying to uh, dodge. He said he, it. Well, you he can't said dodge. It. I heard in one of his interviews. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just said he said it. He he's speaking out now. He I, I heard it in one of his interviews. Yeah, that's all. Just tell the truth, man. I mean, the people got a problem with that. Hey, you know, that's their problem. But the truth has a a certain resonance that comes with it, Bear. Yeah, and I don't be uh, an ultra spiritual liar. I don't know how you could do that. I don't know how that's possible. You know what I mean? Because that's a contradiction, a major contradiction, okay? And that's why, family, if it feels like sometimes things are crumbling all around, um, just understand that you, you can't build anything without tearing down something. In order for things to grow, other things have to go. It's real wow. simple. Now, watch this, family, because this is what I was talking about yesterday in terms of Fanny, right? Uh, you might say Fanny got caught with her ass in the ass, <laughs> right? Because you stick it up there and stick it out there, somebody going to hit it. 
So check this out, family, because I got a piece that I got to play for you uh, with from Alex Jones, a program that he did about a week or so ago. And he had this reformed Jew who's now a Christian who I've uh, known about, man, for, for way more than a decade, about 15 years, maybe 20. His name is Dr. Nathaniel Kapner. He was raised in Orthodox Judaism. And this is the first time, because Alex Jones, for whatever reason, has been running interference for the real system of white supremacy in terms of this Jewish thing. He wants to make it everybody else. And I'm not, I understand why he does that, but it don't excuse it because you can't miss this. You see, you can't miss this real system of white supremacy unless you don't know anything about it. And to say that there are other people who are involved in it and not point out that they are addictums, they work for the Zionist Jewish thing. Nobody's saying it's just one race of people. That's why we're dealing with these Negro women, these lesbians. Nobody's saying it's just one group of people. But I defy anybody to go and look at the power dynamic globally and not find them manipulating it. Anybody. See? So before we kick ass, we're going to kick some facts. Always did. All right? So now, let's go to ass in the air. Black woman, right? Well, I remember when this woman named uh, Camel Toe Harris was considered a black woman. And we just absolutely disregarded. When I say we, I'm talking about in the aggregate. The fact that this woman was persecuting black people like nobody else, probably in the state of California. Where's she and at? It, I don't even hear about her. Well, she knows that she's on her way out. <clears throat> okay? So you'll hear about her when, when the door hit her, with a, as they say, with a good Lord split her. Mm-hmm. Okay? But in the meantime, check this out, family. Um, or I don't know, so maybe supplements and protein powder. No, uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike Davis, of course, a good friend of the show. Now, I want to get your thoughts on the latest with Fannie Willis. But before I get your thoughts, I just want the audience to know there's some very interesting, I think, news that's coming out today. One is that Fannie Willis visited the White House February 28, 2023. Her lead prosecutor actually invoiced the Biden White House for prosecuting Donald Trump, part of those meetings, they, they obtained the, the invoices, and she actually put White House, like the Biden White House, on, on the line item is what uh, he was invo- invoicing for. I mean, if there's any doubt in your mind that this is all collusion, I know they say we're for collusion, but it's very clear that they are the ones who are actually guilty of colluding. 
I know we have MTG calling for a, a criminal investigation, I, I believe, into Fannie Willis and sort of a shadiness of hiring her lover or something like that. Uh, but walk us through the latest on that front, and then I'd love to get your thoughts on Chris Christie. Cheers to Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. She filed a criminal referral with Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr, telling them, asking them to open a criminal investigation on Fannie Willis. Fannie Willis is the Fulton County DA in Georgia who is running this illegal lawfare and election interference against President Trump. It's part of the Democrats' pattern with Jack Smith and Alvin Bragg and Fannie Willis and Tish James and all these other radical Democrat goofballs. And MTG filed this uh, criminal referral today uh, citing Trump co-defendant Mike Roman's 127-page motion to dismiss. And uh, MTG said that Fannie Willis illegally hired her boyfriend. Her boyfriend received over $600,000 in, uh, in Fulton County funds. And then her boyfriend took Fannie on these lavish trips around the country and, and, and around the world. And so this is obviously illegal. You also have Fannie's alleged boyfriend uh, billing multitudes of eight-hour block billing with these vague descriptions. But one day he voted, he, he, he invoiced all 24 hours of that day. He billed every second of a day for one day. Uh, and, and, and two of his bills, you see, like you said, Natalie, he billed the Fulton County DA's office for his meetings with the Biden White House staff, including the White House counsel, before Fannie Willis's indictment of President Trump. And as M MTG points out, that clearly shows that Fannie Willis was colluding with President Biden and his team to bring the, these bogus charges, to bring this lawfare and election interference. And so MTG goes through and cites all of these criminal statutes in Georgia under which Fannie Willis and her boyfriends can be charged, including a violation of public oath, improper influence of a government official, bribery, criminal conspiracy, conspiracy to defraud governments, racketeering, which Fannie loves to bring against her political enemies, false statements and concealment. There's also the Fulton County gift ban that they allegedly violated. This Fannie Willis and her boyfriend are not going to be able to stay on this case. They're going to get kicked off this case, I presume. They're going to uh, face uh, disbarment proceedings with the Georgia Bar, and they could face criminal prosecution if Governor Brian Kemp and uh, 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 Attorney General Chris Carr actually do their job under Georgia statute and open an investigation on this corrupt uh, Fulton County District Attorney. It's all it's all projection. I mean, my my takeaway when you say that is the people who are accusing Trump and prosecuting him, not just accusing, for crimes he didn't even commit are the ones actually committing crimes, and they're probably going to get away with it unless we can actually bring some accountability. But, I mean, I know this is a, is a dumb, naive question, but how is this possible? How are we at this point? I mean, I'm sure the audience is screaming at the television right now. How Do you think she's going to be able to get away with it? Do you think Congress is actually going to move on this? What do you think is going to kind of looking downrange? What do you think is going to happen specifically with the Fannie Willis 
uh, prosecution of Trump, disregarding the three, four, five others? Well, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene put the ball squarely in Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr's courts. It is up to them now. They have the authority under Georgia statutes to order an investigation into what this corrupt Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, and her boyfriends, who she appointed as her special prosecutor to take out Trump, are doing. They are enriching themselves with this prosecution of President Trump. This boyfriend is billing at $250 an hour for this prosecution of President Trump. So it is in Fannie Willis's interest that they indict 19 co-defendants that they did, that they bring these bogus legal theories like racketeering, which they did, that they drag this out as long as they can because every second this boyfriend bills, Fannie Willis gets to go on another international trip. What is it with the left and hiring either boyfriends or, I guess, in the case of Hunter Biden? They always seem to get these cushy gigs where they get paid, although I guess in this case at least the boyfriend's actually doing the legal work because they're prosecuting Donald Trump. I don't know what, uh, what Hunter Biden was doing. I don't know if he'd be capable of, of carrying that up. Mike, if you'll hang with us through the break, we got a hot mic tape of Chris Christie to play. I don't know if that's really enticing you guys to stay through the commercial break. Now, let me move it up past the commercial break. But, uh, Bev, again, I reiterate, uh, we said this is what was going to happen uh, with these women. Mm-hmm. And it's because some strange reason, they think that they are a part of this. They cannot see themselves as being useful idiots pushing an agenda where they think they're heading towards some cultural Marxism but what they're actually heading towards is an authoritarian system that's technocratically oriented, techno- technologically oriented, straight police state AI control, okay? That ain't good for nobody, period, all right? So they think that they pushing some cultural Marxism, all right? But that's not, that's just the front that, that, uh, that they're being allowed to use uh, as the other agenda is being pushed behind the scenes from the World Economic Forum, okay? Now, how do you know that? Look at the situation that we described yesterday with Ackman uh, down in Florida, right? One of the philanthropists, uh, money managers, right, Uh, who, along with Lex Wexner and others, have decided that they're going to pull their money uh, out of the university, these universities, and cease to finance them, all right? These are the people that are the technocrats. That's the technocracy. They're the ones who really call the strings, or pull the strings. They call the shots, all right? But these Negro women, that's why they ain't going to open their mouth and say nothing when it comes to these people because they have gained control of the country surreptitiously, all right? So we got to understand, as I've said consistently, there are two groups. Trump has a group working with him, and there's the other group, the Zionists, that are working against him. 
all right? I'll leave it up to you to decide which one is the most dangerous because you ain't going to have to wait long to see this. If things go the way I expect, uh, and, you know, we've always dealt with geopolitics, got to take a look at what's going on in the rest of the white world because that, in fact, may be a reflection of what they're trying to push here. Did you see the journalists get arrested in Canada yesterday for asking a confirmed Nazi whose family probably is more connected as a family uh, to the Nazi party than any family outside of Germany. Mm-mm, I didn't say that. Okay, Christia Freeland. I gotta look name. it up. Okay. Christia is her name. She's the World Economic Forum, a Trudeau Canadian mouthpiece whose family was way up in the Nazi party very active, okay? And now she holds a very high-level position in the Canadian government. This journalist was asking her a question as she was walking, and the police jacked him up and charged him uh, with a crime, okay? Said he assaulted the police which the video clearly shows never happened. The policeman walked into him, and it's all on tape, and tried to charge him with assaulting the cop. Okay? You'll find uh, uh, this woman's family uh, at the apex of the United Nations right there with Klaus Schwab and his family. See, I keep going back to the Nazis because they didn't lose the war. They just moved. All right? And that mindset, again, was being nurtured by the elite in this country uh, not all of them, but a significant portion of them, these corporate barons, the robber barons, uh, many of the bankers, were financing Hitler. Okay? And that's why Roosevelt had to uh, take certain steps to pass certain legislation that basically made it against the law to collaborate with the Nazis. Okay, y'all know some of the names, but right along okay. that same, those same lines, Sister Bear family, mm-hmm. what we know today as Antifa, right, uh, who were pretty much in league with the Bolsheviks, and, and it can be shown that they were also connected to the technocracy. The notion of a scientific dictatorship. That's what technocracy uh, basically means. Trust the science. You heard that before? Mm-hmm. And when you say trust the science, you basically outlaw speech and prevent people from having 
uh, an alternative scientific opinion about any particular subject matter because it's all science. Language is science. All right? So now, let's play this other little piece here because then I'm going to shut up because i got a lot to get to. Hopefully I can get to some of the tarot. All right? But this is too important not to put it on some tape. So check this out, fam. We'll open the next block with that, so we'll be right back. People don't want to hear it, Wayne. They don't want to hear it. We know we're right, but they don't want to hear it. And, and there's, you know, we couldn't have been any clearer. Right. We couldn't have been any more, any more direct or worked any harder. So, you know. Forget she's from Tiffany. Yeah. Well, when you get planned to China, like that. Yeah, she does it again. Yeah, I mean, look, she's been 16 million so far just on TV. She's spent 16 million so far, 59 million by DeSantis, and we've spent 12. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked, and you and I both know it. She's not up for this. She's still 20 points. We got Trump in the future, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's going to carry out. Yes, always. I, you know, I talked to DeSantis calling me. Petrified. That I would be like getting out of the island. Welcome back to the war room. I told you it was worth staying through the break to hear that. And I think for the first time ever in war room history, we're actually going to bring a guest back, Raheem Kassam, who's just clamoring to come back onto the war room. So we're going to have Raheem and Mike break that down. Mike Davis, I will start with you, your thoughts on that tape, and then I won't say we'll save the best for last. We'll adjudicate. We'll see who gives a better take, but we will maybe save the best for last. <laughs> Chris Christie is such a slob and an embarrassment. He just needs to get the hell out of this race. He just, he is the, he's the candidate who epitomizes anger and Trump derangement, and it's just pathetic. Pack up your bags, Chris Christie, go home. Raheem Kassan, your thoughts? (laughs) Well, it kind of negates everything I said at the beginning of this show. So forget all of that. (laughs) (laughs) And here's... Oh, no. I'm going to lose my job. Okay. (laughs) Here's why. At the beginning of the show, I said, okay, Chris Christie is going to, you know, look to endorse Nikki Haley in New Hampshire, send his votes over to them, and, and, and try and run Donald Trump neck and neck in New Hampshire. Now, we have an audio clip that Donald Trump and his campaign can play at any given point where Chris Christie says, you know, I'm throwing my lot in with Nikki Haley. You should vote with her over, over Donald Trump in New Hampshire. And that is what you just heard. He said she's going to get smoked. She said, he said she's not up to the task. And even if he went the other way and tried to endorse DeSantis, he just called Ron DeSantis petrified on that same hot mic. Here's here's the most beautiful part of all of this. It could only happen to Chris Christie. Something as stupid and basic as this as not running your mouth before you're about to get up on stage where your mic may be hot as he's on stage right now, by the way, it could only happen to Chris Christie. Raheem, thank you again for joining us. We just can't get rid of you. You're, you're hacking into rap <laughs> and <laughs> giving us your, or, you know, maybe you're responsible for that, uh, that, hot, that hot mic. It was a national folk conclusive. Hey, you never know. You have, you have a lot of great writers, so I hear. Okay. Um, okay. National Pulse, nationalpulse.com. 
Well, no, the same stuff. Anything else? There you go. Slash war room. Thanks, guys. You haven't changed the domain since you were last on. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Raheem, thank you for joining us again. Now, back to Mike Davis. Sorry to, uh, to steal your thunder, which, by the way, just someone just tweeted at me saying they, they would buy a T-shirt with your face on it. So I'm just saying, you never know. Um, but, but, Mike, looking kind of downrange um, with, with the lawfare stuff, um, going into to the, to the primaries, right, what do you think is going to unfold with all of these various, these looming cases? Do you think that House Republicans are going to be able to get their act together before all of this stuff starts actually taking place, the voting starts happening, to make sure that it stops impeding President Trump on the campaign trail? Or do you think at this point it's sort of gone, but if, if that is the case, can we rectify it by the general? I would say this, I'm the person who wants my face on a t-shirt, I have a face for radio, and if you need to scare off rats, call the, the exterminator and not buy a t-shirt of Mike Davis, right? So that's number one. And number two on this lawfare, it's exactly what you and Steve and I have been talking about since the Mar-a-Lago raid 17 months ago. This is only going to help President Trump. These indictments, these impeachments, these illegal gag orders, these legal hail marys where they're trying to take Trump off the ballot, this, this non-front lawsuit to try to bankrupt him in New York, this is all backfiring. The American people resent the fact that these Democrat prosecutors and Democrat judges and Democrat juries and Democrat hellholes like D.C., New York, and Atlanta think that they get to decide the next presidential election instead of the American people. This really taps into that populist anger that people are, are resentful that these coastal elite think they get to pick the election. So it's backfiring. I hope President Trump sits in a courtroom every day between now and November 5th 2024. I hope they turn him in to Nelson Mandela because he's going to get put back into the White House. Mike Davis, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Here in the war room, if people want to follow you, maybe. There? Yeah. Hello? This is in the air, Bear. Now, that's interesting, okay? You could almost say there has to be something divine about a dude that's being attacked from every single angle and the people that are attacking him end up committing suicide. Politically, that's what you just saw happen to Krispy Kreme on the open mic. That's what you just saw happen to Fanny, who can't keep her ass out the ass. But to add fuel to the fire, okay. This came out today in the Epoch Times. A Supreme Court win is in the cards for January 6th defendants, lawyers predict. Let me first tell you how important this is. 
because they've been running this same, as we pointed out some time ago, Bev, color revolution. And now they're getting ready to do it. They've already done it in Canada. You saw it during the so-called trucker strike, where the truckers were basically against the mandate of the venom. And by the way, did you see Fauci testified uh, and basically couldn't remember anything anymore? Oh, no. You didn't see that? I ain't see that. Uh-uh. So he had lost his memory. Some of the things he had to admit to, Ben, like the gain of function, because mm. all the data is out there now. Right, now, right. Now, mainstream, I mean at the very high levels of science, doctors are coming out and people who have done the, the, the statisticians, people looking at actuaries, and have found out that there are extreme spikes in death after people got the venom. Yeah. And they're also pointing out that everybody that got the venom has increased their risk of death astronomically, which is why cancer is just rampant. All this is now coming out. It's out there. Ain't no coming out. It's out there. And they can't get out from under it. So their next move is martial law. They got to go there. Or they got to attempt to go there. Well, what will be the pretext? I believe the reason that Biden has been running around the planet calling MAGA extremism is because they're going to attempt which is all all the insurrection and calling them uh last week they were calling them um confederates and all this kind of stuff right mm-hmm. um, the Clyburn as we played yesterday says that Trump was the impetus for all practical purposes behind the whiteboard and went into the black church and shot up all the people he said that was and everything Trump. They say that Trump is doing, they doing. So whatever they saying that he going to do, then that's letting you know that's what they getting ready to do. And, and the people see it. It's so mm-hmm. obvious they don't have very many choices. Okay? Because the Supreme Court is dropping bombs on see everything they're doing is unlawful, and they know it. They don't care. It's about stalling for time until they feel that it's practical to basically have their coup. I'm talking openly, covert, because they can't do it covert. Mm-hmm. They have to do it overt. So yeah. in Germany. They're talking about outlawing the strongest party in Germany, okay? In Britain, they're throwing all kind of monkey riches uh, in place to, to, to basically neutralize the power, which is why they never implemented Brexit, okay? And uh, I just I understand that in Poland... Now, these places are extremely important. 
Poland is supposed to have been doing the investigation on who bombed Nord Stream pipeline. Poland is supposed to be the country where Ukraine is allowed to land their aircraft in spite of the fact that Russia has already said, and Putin, any country that harbors aircraft that's bombing my country, uh, we're going to blow them up. Okay? So they tried to have the fake bombing over Poland with the missile last year, but they they couldn't make it stick. It was pointed out that it was Zelensky and the Nazis that did it. So now NATO, which is just another word for the EU, the EU and NATO are basically trying to circumvent the power of the president of Poland, who is a nationalist. Okay? Because they want, and you, I'm sure those of you who pay attention have been hearing over the last six to, six to eight months of Poland coming to the aid of Ukraine. Disregard the fact that the Polish people have been battling with the Ukrainians in Poland who came there, and because they Nazi-oriented, they're running around throwing their weight around. And the Poles don't like it. But they need Poland. They need the Polish people to fight against Russia. So the EU, NATO, basically arrested two Polish politicians yesterday who they consider extremists because they're against the immigration policy. See, this is the thing that's driving much of the nationalism around the planet. Immigration. And we already prayed for you, the little Jewish white woman in the EU, who admitted that they are behind it. Okay? And the people everywhere, not just in this country, everywhere is saying they tired of it because it's not just immigration. It's creating a whole new system of government that governs so-called migrants than the people in the country. The people in the country are being forced into a second-class citizenship mode. That's what you see in New York. That's what you see in And that's what you see going on around the country with these so-called migrants, where the people are losing their rights. And just like the LGBT people, the so-called migrants are given extra rights that the people don't have. Okay, so they're talking about banning. They haven't mentioned this yet in Poland, but I'm looking for it, okay, because uh, Duda, their president, is a nationalist. He just got elected not long ago. 
all right? So I can clearly see them facilitating some violence in this country, save that it's MAGA because they're already priming the people with the propaganda about MAGA and white supremacy, extremism, etc. But outside of January the 6th, as we prayed for you yesterday, family, if you look at seven or eight of the last shootings, they've all been done by LGBT uh, people who are mentally disturbed. I don't care what color they are. It has nothing to do with this. Okay? If you mentally ill, I give less issues to it. All right? Uh, about what color you are. If you mentally ill running around here talking about killing people and cutting people's genitals off. You ill. Period. So, family, check this out. Remember what Mike Davis is saying, okay? This dude used to clerk for two Supreme Court justices, all right? This came from the Epoch Times. A Supreme Court win is in the cards for January 6th. You see, January 6th is the foundation upon which they're talking about now. It's all January the 6th, Okay? Biden gives a speech on January the 6th and makes a damn fool of himself. <laughs> and when that speech, you know where he end up there, family? What? At a black church. Yeah. Lying. Uh, of course. <laughs> and the white folks uh, that's protesting the whole Palestine mass murder follow him to that black church and they, they shouted him down. Yeah, and okay. look, did you see all the white folks that was in the church? Don't make the yeah. people that. So even the black folks didn't even show up to hear that. That is correct. Wait, he black people don't show up anywhere he goes. He goes to captive audiences like um, a college graduation at a black university. Them students there to get their degrees, and there he is with his people ass up on the stage. <laughs> okay, and it just really it tickles me, Bear, when I see some of these Negroes who are supposed to be so smart, like mm. uh, Charlemagne the Goddamn, right? Mm. Now wants to apologize to people for telling people to go out there and vote for this 50-year racist mm. to pick uh, an illegal immigrant, Kamala Harris, as his running mate and going to try to pass her off as being black when, again, there's nothing black about Kamala Harris, nothing, just like Obama. She's like a female version of Obama. They hold black people in disdain. Check this out, family. Again, it's from the Epoch Times. The Supreme Court would strike down the use of key federal law in the Biden administration's ongoing prosecutions 
of January 6th defendants and in the process shut down the government's case government's case against hundreds of defendants legal experts predict. If the top court finds an Enron era obstruction law is being used improperly against the defendants, their charges are likely to be thrown out. Did you hear that, Bear? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. what does that do? That's Jack Smith cases melted. That's uh, ass in the air case melted. All of it is melted. Okay? With the exception, and, and you notice, Bev, the black guy, I think he's the district attorney. I forget his name. Mm-hmm. Out of New York. If you notice, he disappeared. Because he didn't want to bring that case to begin with. He was pushed to bring that case. All right? Uh, but watch this. Watch this, family. Because, see, that means that all these cases are basically gone, except for them trying to take this man's property. And that ain't been, that's like uh, taking your 40 acres in a mule. Yeah, they ain't going to be able to do that. Exactly. They're really illegal. But they trying, right? Because mm-hmm. this is the level that they go to to do anything to make him look bad, even though they know, I've been saying this since day one, they know they really don't have cases against this man. Nowhere, with nothing that they're doing. Okay? So when this blow up, the whole thing blows up. They go on here to say, at issue is the evidence tampering provision that appears in the corporate and Criminal Fraud Accountability Act of 2002, which was part of the Sarbanes-Oxley Act aimed at curbing wrongdoing on Wall Street. Trump was indicted under the same federal statute and also stands to benefit if the Supreme Court rules in favor of the defendant. Former police officer Joseph Fisher is the main defendant. So you got the police filing this suit against them for wrongful termination, okay, and being charged with a crime. Uh, well, let me finish because you understand, because they took part of what was said. They're excellent at this. They took part of what the law says and tried to apply it. But if you use the other part of the law, it doesn't apply. Okay, that's why this ish is getting ready to get thrown out. Okay, so former police officer Joseph Fisher is the main defendant uh, that revolves around protesting the impending congressional certification of the 2020 presidential election results at the U.S. Capitol. Fisher was indicted two months after the January 6th breach for obstructing an official proceeding, civil disorder, assaulting, resisting, or impeding officers, entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds, disorderly conduct, and parading 
demonstrating or picketing in a Capitol building. Now, for black people, that should sound extremely uh, familiar. All of this pretty much is what they pick up and have the police pick up black men for for as long as I can remember. Okay? And when they grab your arm and try to break it, uh, and you your, your reflexes kick in, they call that resisting arrest. But they've been trained by Old Testament to holler and scream so that your eyes and your ear or your eyes don't believe what you see and only use your ears. Stop 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 resisting. Stop resisting. Don't don't move that arm. Don't move that don't move that leg. If you in the hood and you ain't never seen it or been victim of it, man, you need to get out more often. Okay? So they go on here to say several defendants have argued unsuccessfully at trial that they couldn't have obstructed Congress because they weren't present in the Capitol after lawmakers left the complex. The problem with the obstruction charge is that the accounting reform, uh, the accounting reform law under which Mr. Fisher, the cop, and others have been charged is being used by the Department of Justice to prosecute people who are exercising their First Amendment right to protest the congressional certification of election results. They go on to say, it's, quote, utterly absurd, unquote, for the Biden administration to charge January 6th protesters with a crime that carries a 20-year prison term, said Jim Burling, vice president of legal affairs for the Pacific Legal Foundation. The Pacific Legal Foundation is a national nonprofit public interest law firm that challenges government abuses, quote, the Department of Justice should get an award for creativity and for how they've come up with ways of using Sarbanes-Oxley well beyond what anybody ever thought it would be used for, unquote. The purpose of threatening a defendant with 20 years in prison is to get people to capitulate, to plead guilty, and many of the January 6th defendants have already done so. Burling said the Justice Department is taking the section of the law that says, quote, otherwise obstructs, unquote, and having it as a free-floating provision where anybody who otherwise obstructs any official proceeding or attempts to do so can be subject to 20 years. That means if you're protesting a meeting that's going on inside of a government building, you can be given a 20-year prison sentence. Quote, I think both the liberals and the conservatives on the Supreme Court are going to be very wary of this overcharging, unquote. Quote, Sarbanes-Oxley is a powerful tool against 
corporate corruption. That's what it was meant to be for. And that's what the plain language of the statute talks about. So get ready, family. Get ready. Because when that happens, all hell going to break loose. You think these people are having tantrums now? Uh, these people are literally going to melt. All right? But notice, I went into the training of the police. Because don't you find it interesting? I know I do. That somehow the police have all been talking about uh, the training that they were given and how to deal with certain situations. Don't you find it interesting that nobody wants to mention who's doing the training? You pretty much have to go to alternative media to understand that the police have been trained by Israel on how to deal with you Palestinians. They call us niggas in the hood. But that should be one of the first things that comes up, seeing as though the procedures that were responsible allegedly for the uh, killing of George Floyd, all right, and the crippling of the other brother, uh, it was seen to me that the training should be brought into focus. And the same goes for uh, the cops that bust in uh, the little girl's door and and, uh, killed her. But for some strange reason, the people that have trained the cops to act like monsters are never brought into the picture. I wonder why. Maybe it's because the same reason that so-called Republicans have been shown uh, full speed ahead on calling anybody that disagree with Israel and this mass murder of women and children in Gaza uh, as Semites. You see, the Republicans are more outspoken than the Democrats. All right? Because the Democrats know that Antifa and Black Lives Matter are the driving forces behind this so-called anger at Israel practicing genocide against the Palestinians. That's their their base. That's the Democratic base. That's why many of the Democrats uh, agree that Israel is practicing genocide. Okay? I disagree. I don't think Israel is practicing genocide. I think Israel is practicing almost genocide. They're going to kill damn near everybody, but they ain't going to kill everybody. Now, I said it. Well, why would you say that, 
Robert X? Because they said it. That's why I'm saying it. Okay? High-profile politicians in Israel, uh, part of their body politic, to come out in unison singing the same tune. Kill them all. But thank God for people like Nathaniel Captain, okay, who for the first time put Alex Jones in his place when it comes to Israel. Because Alex can usually get so angry with people, all right, because they don't buy his position, that he just lose all perspective. And he went off on Stu Peters, and I thought Stu Peters was going to go off on him. He held his cool. Okay? When they had their discussion on Zionism as opposed to Israel. All right? So he got he had the nerve to bring in uh, Dr. Nathaniel, and the rest is just absolute, absolutely magnificent. Right? So check this out, family, and then we'll get back to the research. Come on, stop playing. Oh, when you know it. And do it this way. Let's see if we get it now. It's either rigged at the ballot box. Or it's going to be rigged at the White House. So either way, it's going to be rigged. Now, Vipex got some great things. He's never going to get in. We know that. They're not going to let some Hindu in. Okay, that's not going to happen. Okay? So whoever gets in, they may allow Trump to get in. They may allow that. Okay, but uh, you see, with, with Trump, it's not that the Jews hate Trump. They don't. They fear his followers, they see with them the American flag, okay, yeah. USA. This is nationalism, okay? The meme, nationalism, where there's nationalism, the Jews sinks down, okay? So it's not Trump that the Jews hate and try to destroy. They despise, they fear his followers, because those are the white Christians, the patriots, who in a Drop of a dime can turn against Israel and say, hey, why are so many Jews winning everything? Why uh, are, are the Jews able to put this money out of thin air? Why are the Jews pushing woke? Why is the media pushing transgenderism and homosexuality? Why are the Jews putting all these lesbians in charge of the mayorship? They're saying they fear the Great Awakening. Did you hear Sister Bear? Yeah, he said, what did he say? Do they fear the Great Awakening? No, no, Bear. 
What did he say? About. Did you hear any of that? Oh yeah, yeah. They feared the guy. Oh, I thought you was talking about Alex Jones. What he said. The other guy. No, did you? Who you talking about? Yeah, you. You're right, uh, Doctor Kapner. Okay. Oh, he talked about how Old Testament fear the people. We the people. Yeah. The magna Trump. Nationalism. Nationalism. Okay. Nationalism. Okay. That's what they fear. Okay, because that's natural. Mm-hmm. It's forced migration. Okay. Using other people to push your agenda. Uh, check this out, family. Where is that? Check this out, there, family. Scottish parents who refused to let their kids go trans could face seven years in prison. You send your child to school to get an education. And because you're not engaged, you don't understand that they're being indoctrinated. Yeah. LGBT nonsense. Your child come home one day, I said this years ago, bleeding from the arse, right? And you have no recourse to do or say anything because your child told the teacher that he wanted it. Your child is six years old, seven years old. Okay? This is from Paul Joseph Watson. Parents who refuse to accept their children identifying as transgender could face seven years in jail under a new law in Scotland. Quote, Proposals published on Tuesday state that ashes designed to, quote, change or suppress another individual's gender identity, causing them physical or psychological harm, would become illegal under the radical law. It would mean that if parents try to stop their child, quote, dressing in a way that reflects their sexual orientation or gender identity, unquote, could face criminal sanctions, even if they believe they're acting in their child's best interest. Do you think for one moment that they're not trying to push this on you? This is the agenda that uh, Dr. Kapner is talking about. Let me go back to it. Well, so let me ask you this. We got all the they fear the people. They fear the people of the Great Awakening. I don't go into abstracts. Jews don't go into abstracts. That's not what Jews do. They go, who are the people? Israel was following. They see USA, USA flags, white faces, Christianity, God bless America. Merry Christmas. Uh-oh, we got to get rid of this guy. By that, they could care less about him. He's nothing, okay? Trump is the one they're scared of. Follow the network's lie to you about what's happening now. 
InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Excuse me, family. I got to get past these commercials. I can't stand this dude's commercial. Okay. I I love Jews. I love Muslims. I love everybody. I want to be clear about that. But I think we should hear what the different sides are are, are saying. And I used to see Kavner very entertaining. And, you know, kind of being aggressive and you know, mad at certain groups. I think now I've seen his videos, pretty powerful things he says about Christ and about the Orthodox Church. And I'm not part of that. I'm just a Christian, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I think it's important to have these dialogues and then ask him questions here today that I have, like, okay, radical Orthodox Islam is being majored back by the universities and the left. Just because I don't like what Israel's doing with the bombardment of Gaza doesn't mean I have to then embrace Hamas trying to watch balloons with big ropes and bags of sand trying to take down aircraft. So there's a larger globalist manipulation going on. I wanted to ask him where he thinks that's going. Because when, when I had the last guest on, who I made a film with 15 years ago uh, called Fabled Enemies, that was a big part about the Mossad, you know, involved in sex trafficking of children to control America. And then I say also the CIA does it because they've been busted doing it. And MI6 is like, oh, you're covering up for the Jews. Well, I don't think Jews are guilty because their intelligence agencies did a stand down on October 7th. And now 15% support Netanyahu over there. And so I'm not an apologist for Jews or Muslims or Christians or anybody. I'm simply trying to say evil is the issue we have that inhabits men's hearts. So that said, well, he, we got him on late because I was late with Vivek Ramaswamy earlier, so that backed things up. We'll go a little bit the next hour uh, to make sure he gets plenty of time. And so, my brother Nathaniel Kepner, you can start wherever you want here. I just thought it would be interesting to have you on, so thank you for accepting the invitation. There's a war going on, and Sun Tzu says in the art of war, you must know who the enemy is. Or we're shadow boxing, as St. Paul said. I know who the enemy is. I can go right to the Bible, and I can go to the book of the Apocalypse. And our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ said it twice. The synagogue of Satan. He said it twice. Did you hear that? Hmm. Now. If you go to the synagogue, are you going to find Boo Boo Bin Laden in the synagogue? No. Muslims go to the temple, the mosque. You ain't going to find Red Mike in the synagogue. He might be there visiting. But he ain't giving no sermons there. So who you find in the synagogue? You see, because we said exactly the same thing. Who in the hell presides in synagogues? Now, this is a Jewish guy. All right? Basically mirroring everything that we said on this program and before we started this program over the years. Not just us. Others who who are watching what's going on have come to the same conclusions. And he's going to melt Alice Jones. 
Okay, I mean literally melted his ass. Let's go back. It's a synagogue, it's universal, it's collective, and it's evil. Jews are the enemy. They run everything in this country. But they run internationally all the Western governments through money. The famous saying, I'm sure you know it, Alex, by Mayor Anshel Rothschild, give me a control of a nation's money, and I care not. Who makes its laws? So the first thing Vivek has to do, if I'm pronouncing his name right, or Trump, which he won't because he's financed through all his real estate, through the banks, he can't do it, is to end the Fed, and I know Ron Paul, and I know his assistant, but we have to start with audit the, audit the, audit the Fed. Let's find out where the money is going. And who's ever the head of the CIA here has no clue where all the money is going internationally. I have some idea where it's going and who's doing it. If you and I did it, Alex, it would be counterfeit. But the Jews have the franchise to do counterfeit legally. That's my opening statement. Off the cuff. Why, why going back to the Middle Ages would the kings of Europe only give the Jews the right to usury? Because the Jews were in charge of the trade routes and the initial forex exchange rates began with King Solomon. You want to talk about globalists? King Solomon was the first globalist. He's the one that opened up international trade. Yes. And that's when the Jews started to control the trade. There it was limited, but it did go as far as India. It well, did go I mean, as far I mean, as I mean, the Egyptians, the Greeks, the Romans, the Chinese, they all had the Chinese. I mean, hold on here. You're, you you were born Jewish to Jewish parents, right? I mean, do you think your parents were in on this conspiracy against humanity? I wouldn't call it a conspiracy. It's something that Jews had since the time of Solomon, and it expanded throughout the ages that they had control of the trade routes. They had control of currency. The prophet Hosea says the Jews are merchants. That's what they are. Now, as far as my father is concerned, he wasn't a conspiracist. He was a very strong Orthodox Jew, but he was not a Zionist. Boom. So this is what I grew up in, with a father, strong Orthodox Jew, strong religious and racial identity, who was not a Zionist, who understood where the money comes from. My dad knew it because he played the stocks. His brother, his younger brother, made over a million dollars in the stock market, never worked a day in his life. And my other brother was a stock his other brother was a stockbroker. I think I understand some things that use the expression that Goyim could never understand. Well, it was actually my ancestor, direct lineage, uh, paternal, who invented the stock exchange. He was English. His name was Gresham. His symbol was the grasshopper. You see, the Jews invented the stock market. Well, they did. The Jews, okay, you want to say somebody somewhere here invented it, but the one who internationalized it was Jewry, because it's the international Jew. The Jews are expanded throughout the world. Well, now, I said, here, here's my deal. We're going to go to break a couple minutes. I'm, give me that. I'm just going to let you talk. I'm not doubting that there's powerful, you know, Mossad organized crime groups, but, I mean, are you saying they control the Chinese, the Russians? I mean, I mean yeah. Really? 
Who in the world can China be doing all our corporate production without the Jewish money? Boom. They're still linked into Jewish money. Same with Trump. With all these real estate ventures, you think he's going to dare to say in the Fed? He's never touched it. He's never said a word about it. But somebody like Ron Paul, who I know you're friends with, did. And it's a shame that he left Congress because he's the only voice that could say, we've got to do something about the Fed. And we have he's to do he couldn't stand after 20-plus years. He's been Congress once. Well, he couldn't stand because now he's, he lost his voice. I know Ron Paul. I know his assistant. He's a devout Catholic. We're friends, okay? I'm not saying I'm friends with Ron Paul, but I know him. I've met him. He likes me. And he's right. But nobody, even his son's not saying this. We have to go to the money power. And I'm going to keep on saying it for maybe your audience and other people. It's a drag. It's a bore. It's dry. But... Emshel, Mayor Emshel Rothschild was right. Give me a control of the nation's money. I don't care who makes this law. And this is what Larry Fink of BlackRock is part of. It's part of this whole Rothschild orbit. Well, Fink did say we're going to control everybody's... Control corporations, you control media, you can control every hack on Capitol Hill with money. Larry Fink will never go to jail. Never. I guarantee you, he will never go to jail. Well, Larry Fink did say repeatedly, I, we will control everybody's behavior with money. Oh, he does. He owns large shares in Disney. So he's part of this woke thing because the whole, and I learned this from a child, the whole thing about Jewry is to destroy Christianity. Now, if they can't Boom. destroy Jesus Christ, which is impossible, they'll do everything they can to undermine his teachings. And one of the teachings of the Bible, okay, is that the male and the female come together for procreation and holy matrimony. Boom. So they're going after that. They're going after that first, that first, and they're going after the youth. Me and you, they're not going to get, Alex, okay? We're over 50. The over 50 crowd, they could care less about. It's the 9-year-olds, the 10-year-olds, uh, the 11-year-olds. Hold on, hold on. We've we got to go to break. Oh, I want to come back and debate you on this because I, I just think, <laughs> well, let's just talk about it. We'll be right back. There is no debate. On March 6th, 2001, Alex... Boom! Did you hear all them bombs this this reformed Jew is dropping there? Yeah, I heard him. He's telling the truth. Alex Jones can't open his mouth. He's trying, but he's up against his match. Because how are you going to argue with this guy? And he grew up in this stuff. It gets even better, okay? That's why I say this is extremely important and fits within the parameters, okay? It fits within the the parameters of what's taking place here in 2024 with the the metaphysical finality of black feminine infinity. Go back. But then I get accused by the people that obsess on Jews all day that I'm run by the Jews or I'm funded. I, I've, to be quite frank with you, I've had the ADL for 25 years trying to take me off the air, uh, and and I've and I've and I've had Sasha Cohen basically saying to be arrested, uh, and and they I've been persecuted. But I I've grown up in Dallas. There was a lot of racial tension. I never started the fights, and I had a lot of black friends, by the way, and played football and everything. I, but I got attacked quite a bit by black people because I was white. Uh, I don't look at another black person and hate them because some other black person racially attacked me. 
Um, so, so my frustration is saying Jews, like if Jews didn't exist, we'd be in nirvana. We'd be in heaven. And then I see 15% support in Israel for Netanyahu. Uh, I see the Rothschilds trying to get rid of him. I'm not saying he's good. Uh, there's a clear stand down. I talk about that. But then I go look at Islam that's, that wants to conquer the West and the left's allied with it. I see something bigger here. And then we talk, he says, Jews are the problem. And I'm going to shut up what you talk. But then we talk about, you know, the, the Old Testament. And, and, and I mean, and people get mad when we say Judeo Christian. I mean, Christianity, you know, Christ said, I've come to fulfill the law. And, and so, so he did come from the line of David. And I'm not saying stuff that the Jews picked up in Babylon or other places. You know, you, 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 some of those teachings isn't bad. I'm simply saying, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, it seems to me if we just say Jews are bad people, well, that's like the left on saying white people are inherently bad. And the head of the ADL says, well, wait, we're the one teaching you that, but not Jews. So I know the ADL is a vicious, evil, you know, anti-American, leftist Jewish supremacist organization. And I'm against them and the KKK and the new Black Panther Party. I want to just have a big tent. And I see a lot of Jews that, you know, call in and on the street that support me that are, that are just conservatives and are good people, you know, like your dad was. And, you know, we had, uh, you know, all, all these great Jewish people on over the years. Uh, you know, doctors and scientists that are fighting tyranny, and I just—you see what he does. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about all the Jews. Nobody's talking about that. But to sit there and blow yourself up with righteous indignation and not acknowledge that every single quarter of power in this country is run by Jews. You basically nullify anything you say. That's not what this dude is saying. Let me let him tell you what he's saying. It's not fair to them to to say this is a Jewish conspiracy. You can say there's an organized global, you know, different racial crime groups, and we we know that's real, and and I, I get opposed by those groups. So that's all I'm trying to say. I'm going to give you the floor now. I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. Well, look, let's name some names. Let's start with that. Boom. And let's see what uh, their is their and what religion they subscribe to. But most Jews are secularists. Who's the head of Disney? Robert Iger and Alan Braverman. They're Jews. What are they doing? Well, they get a lot of money from Larry Fink of BlackRock who's into woke to destroy the youth, to get them to cut off their penises and stick in uteruses. Okay? They're Jews. That's two Jews. Let me give you another Jew. Okay? Uh, Albert Borla, I think his name. Greek. Uh, descent, ethnically, but Jew racially. He is the head dude of the Quatschart. A poison in your vein, the mRNA, it's not a vaccine. Is it Jew? There's two. The medical, the Jew. Culture, the Jew. Using, okay, Pfizer. All right, he's the uh, CEO of Pfizer. Of course, he's a front man. There's money behind it, Jewish money. And let's look at a third. Let's look at uh, the ADL, <laughs> the Anti-Defamation League. I have to laugh. Because they do everything they can to destroy me. They can't. I'm three steps ahead of these people because my father used to take me 
There's a B'nai B'rith meetings when I was a little Jewish boy. Boom! After every Shabbat services, my dad would take me upstairs to the big brunch, to the filter fish, the Luxon bagels, and it was a B'nai B'rith meeting. This is the, these are the big boys. And then, then I was told this is a multi-million dollar operation. This is in 1957, 1958. Now it's a multi-billion dollar operation. The B'nai B'rith runs the ADL. Okay, they're the umbrella group. And what did I hear after the rabbi's sermon when we went upstairs? Well, this one is running firm there, this goy. was never a Jew in the front. It was always a goy. And is he good for the Jews? What would he do for us? Okay, that was the whole thing. Not, is he going to be good for America? Now, there was probably about 150 Jewish men up there, businessmen. My dad was a businessman. And this is what I heard. Who's going to run for governor in the next uh, Benavides meeting? I just go that's go That's what the Jews call them. That's what they call you behind closed doors. Go And uh, your wife, okay, or anyone's wife who's not Jewish, she's a shiksa. I grew up in this, Alex. Okay. Now, who's going to be the governor? Who's going to do the best for us? Jews. Not for America. Now, this is my whole orientation that I grew up in. And my father wanted to expose me to this so I could understand some a wider picture. You want to look at a wider picture. Now, I'm always going to go back to this, and it's become going in one ear out the other, not with you, but with others. Give me a control of a nation's money. I care not who makes this law. America lost its sovereignty in 1913 when the Jews from Europe, headed by Paul Warburg, and his brother, Max Warburg, who were connected to the Rothschild dynasty. Those are the real big boys, and they took over our money printing. And you, Andrew Jackson, wanted nothing to do with it. Uh, he's the real hero. Are we going to have another Andrew Jackson? You're not going to get into a truck, because he is tied into Jewish money with all his real estate. Are we going to well, get into a let me ask you this. Trump's daughter is married to a Jew, so he's got Jewish children. Well, uh, she's a Jew because his, his first wife was a Jew, Alex. I know this because she never went to the mikvah service. Boom! See, every Jewish girl who wants to convert to Judaism to marry a Jewish boy, Jared, has to go to the mikvah. This is something I understand. Nobody else does. She never did. She didn't have to because Ivana is a Jew. Boom! You look at her face. We all know. Well, well, here's, here's, what, I, here's what I just here's what I talk, just so they look at my face. We know who we know each other. Okay? She never went to the mikvah. She's already a Jew because Jews trace their race, and their race is everything to the mother. Mother. It's everything to the mother. Okay. Which genetically is accurate because that's the mitochondrial DNA passed on. Males only get one copy of the. Female. So what is Obama? <laughs> a Jew. I'm just checking, Bear. So it never used to be biblically speaking. If you want to go back to the Bible, and you brought up the Bible, Judaism today is not Judaism of the Old Testament. Boom. Well, if you want to answer that, we can. I, I know people should hear. No, you brought it up. You brought no, up no, about let me show you something. Let me show you something. Warren Buffett, don't Warren Buffett donation top 2023 list of largest charitables. This is Yahoo News, and it says he gave it to radical racial justice groups. So is Warren Buffett Jewish? Because he, he's funding the transgenderism. He's funding the race baiting. I, I mean, 
you know, MI6 basically developed the Tavistock Institute, uh, the transgenderism. I'm not, I'm not an apologist for Jews. I'm not saying powerful Jews aren't promoting it. I mean, what you said is true, but uh, is Warren Buffett Jewish? He's what? He's a useful boy. That's what we would call him. Boom. We would call him a useful, that's what my dad would call him. He's a useful boy. He would be broke as the Ten Commandments. I'm talking Warren Buffett. He would be broke as the Ten Commandments if Wall Street wanted him to be broke. He's a front guy, one of many, like the actors in Hollywood. See, when Jesus said the synagogue of Satan, he is talking collective. Jews operate as a collective. You want to find out how many Jewish organizations there are? You can't count them. There's probably a thousand of them because Jews operate as a collective. Yeah, the Jewish guy next door, I see him mow the lawn. He's a real nice guy. But he will never, never condemn the Pharisees for crucifying our Lord, God, and Savior. He will never do that. And he will continue to send all his money to the APAC, to the ADL, to the World Zionist Organization of America. He'll continue doing it. And it doesn't matter if Netanyahu's in or Bennett's in. It doesn't matter. Let me ask you, let me ask you this. When we see basically soft civil war in Israel, the Supreme Court, uh, with what it's doing, Netanyahu, 15% support Netanyahu, I mean, I don't see some unified collective in Israel. I see one of the most divided. Of course, it's unified. It's a military dictatorship. Boom. Just figure it out. It started with the terrorism of the Jabotinsky group, okay, the Ergon and the Stern group. Boom. They, uh, they started getting well, all, all, that hotel, all that. I'm asking now. Israel used their people as guinea pigs. We have high deaths from the shot there. So if the shot is some Jewish conspiracy to kill people, why are Jews dying from the clot shot as well? Okay. Let me just finish this other statement. Israel is a military dictatorship. It, 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 it morphed into the Haganah. The military, if anybody knows journalism, they would say, yes, Brother Kaffner, you are right. It's a military dictatorship because even Haganahs, they're under military censorship. Okay? So let's just start there. Why the military? The military, yes, you're under military censorship. So I don't care if it's Netanyahu or Bennett or Rabin or Sharon, it doesn't matter. So what's the fight about if the Jews are a perfect if the Jews are a perfect collective? Isn't it true the secular Jews are persecuting Orthodox Jews in Israel? I mean, I'm just come on. I see major. Are you kidding? You got Ashkenazi Jews. You got Sephardi Jews. You got all this. And then the government is, uh, is funding, supporting them, and dividing up the West Bank and the fragments to help these settlers take over that land. Sometimes I get very frustrated because I knew this stuff from a child. Now I decided in 2007, the gig is up. A Jew from the inside is not going to tell I'm their own worst enemy. Hey, why don't you stop there? Why don't you stop there? Because the reason I got you on is I watch your videos is I want to see what all sides are thinking. About your first you become a Jew for Jesus, and then you then you, then you find Orthodox. You go in there, you feel the different presence, another plane, like you were at a higher level, you know, you, you know, like yeah. like King David was talking about. Uh, yeah. Spend a few minutes talking about your conversion to Christianity. Okay, that's important because it's part of my whole worldview. It, it absolutely is. I grew up in Judaism. Now. Our Shabbos teacher, we had uh, a man teaching it. His emphasis was on Bible and Talmud, both, and a little bit of Kabbalah. Okay, so I was exposed to it all. 
Now, in our bar mitzvah class, they decided to give it to Mrs. Schechter because she knew all the world religions. Well, she was gone. They quit their last, but she did. So she goes to our bar mitzvah class. I'm a 12-year-old Jewish boy, a very sensitive boy, very quiet kind of a boy, and she's telling us about Baha'i. Then we never heard these things in, in uh, 1962. Now she gets to talk about Christianity, and I wanted to learn, because I'm a smart boy then. Let's learn about what formed Western civilization. And I knew it was Christianity. She went to teach it. She says, it was invented by a self-hating Jew. Well, I'm a self-hating Jew, you know, now. Okay, somehow I'm a self-hating Jew, okay? Named Saul, and he hated his Jewishness so much that he changed his name to the Goyish name. That's how Jews talk to each other. Oh, and besides, she says he was a manic depressant. Now, imagine in 1962 hearing this word, manic depressant. I'm 12 years old. It didn't exist, but Mr. Schechter knew the word. So I go home to my dad, and I say, what is a manic depressant? And he says, I don't know. Where'd you hear this word? Mr. Schechter says that Saul, who hated himself, <laughs> Changed his name to Paul. Okay, I'm a 12-year-old kid. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, she won't teach Christianity. I want to learn about it. My dad says, you were born a Jew? You will die a Jew. End of the story. Okay, that's my dad. You know, he was anti-Zionist, but racially and religious, oh, man, powerful Jew. I said, I want to learn about this. So I see the rabbi. Actually, the next day, I'm visiting my grandmother in the Jewish home and hospital for the age. He had some minor operation or something. There's a rabbi walking out the elevator. I'm walking in, the nice shiny wax floor, sterilized everything. I said, Rabbi, Mr. Schechter won't teach us about Jesus Christ. He spits right on the floor, and he used the curse word that Jews were. May his name fly out forever, okay? And he spit it again. He says, don't you use that word unless you use it as I did, which is a curse word. Well, I tell people. I asked him, how do you come to Christ? I said, to my rabbi. Oh, your rabbi? No, he spit. Because I thought, as a Jewish kid, with action like that, it must be true. Now, we were forbidden to read the New Testament. This was totally off limits, no go zone. So now in California, I started to study music, I accomplished pianist and composer and all that stuff. Okay. And I decided I'm going to buy a New Testament. I did. I read the first chapter of Matthew, and I was just from the genealogies, because we knew with my Jewish education, which was so solid, that the genealogies were lost in 125 A.D. that Hadrian destroyed them at the, at the uh, Second Revolt of Mahopa. And I see these genealogies listed so specifically. I said, yeah, he's the Messiah. That convinced me. Who reads Matthew chapter 1 and gets convinced that Jesus is the Messiah? A, little, a Jewish boy like me who's got a good Yiddish cup, okay? That's how I came to Christ. <laughs> and I was with the Jews for Jesus movement. I handed out the booklets with them and all that. And I uh, knew all the time that there was something missing in Judaism. So I joined forces with them, but not full time. Because I wanted to make money. I was a good Jewish boy. I wanted to make money. And I became a salesman. But I would hand out booklets with them. Jesus made me kosher. If you don't like being born, try being born again. Let me, let me stop you again. I want you to continue your story. But only Jews want to make money. I mean, this is just... I don't say that. Listen, here's my deal. 
here, here, here's the deal. I'm trying to have a little sense of humor. I cannot, I cannot, I, I cannot sit there and say one group of people. Let me ask you this. This is a serious question. I know the names that are well, I understand. That it's like Albert Schwartz said: Jews shouldn't apologize for being successful. Okay. The the point is. I never and, said that. I said. Alan Dershowitz said it. Guys, it's on Twitter. It's on X. Pull it up. Alan Dershowitz says Jews never apologize for being successful. I'm saying nobody. Uh, I, I here's the deal. Here's the deal. I've been successful with my listeners supporting me, and I don't have any groups, not the CIA, not the FBI, not the ADL, tell me what to do. Okay? So I know damn well my audience and myself built this operation. So I'm just tired of apportioning magical power to Jews, and if I slip on a banana peel tonight, then they have a magic. Money buys politicians. Uh, answer my question. So you think only Jews like money? That's not what he's saying. I never said that. Okay. I well, he's saying he's saying the Jews. The good Jewish boy. I wanted money. It's one thing to make money. It's another. It's another thing to print money out of thin air. You and I would be counterfeit if we did that. Okay. That's where I distinguish it. Yes, make money. Yes, sell all your vitamins that you can. I want you to make a lot of money. It's important because you're doing a good job and trying to deal with the border. Epstein's a lost cause. Forget it, Alex. No one's going to go to jail. Okay, they put the girl in jail. That's it. But yeah, let me ask you about Epstein. I have nothing. And who can use that money to protect Menendez? He will never go to jail. Hunter Biden will never go to jail. Well, let me ask you that. Biden will never go to what jail. What do you make of the bricks? What do you make of the bricks? Misdirection. See, he immediately goes to misdirection because this dude is what they would call a biblical scholar. And Alex can't come with this flim-flam and the misdirection because it don't work with people that have done their homework. So he wants to go to the bricks. Now, remember what I told y'all about China. In the very foundation of China is Jewish money and Jewish assistance. I'm talking about China as it is comprised today. And that's why they have this close relationship, I'm talking China, with the Jews. They've said it. They've written about it. Okay, and we discussed it on this program. They pretty much worship the Jews. Okay? Talking China. And that's why from day one, Rockefeller, David Rockefeller, sends Kissinger to China through Nixon to be his envoy to then begin to dismantle this country and move it to China. I'm talking to corporations. Using what? What did Nathaniel Kaplan say about the Jews early in the program in terms of of them establishing the international stock exchange, they use trade. Well, China was made in America through the trade agreement, you see, through the merchants. Let's keep going, because Alex is trying to trap him. That's why I wish I could get on this program and debate this, this dude. Anyway. With other groups trying to get the money. 
is just starting. They want to develop their own SWIFT. But I guarantee you, China, which is a large part of BRICS, is still in the SWIFT system. They have to be. They make all our products, Maytag, Cooper tires, Nike shoes. You see? Now, what distinguishes China from Russia? Russia paid off their debt to the Rothschilds and kicked their ass out of his country. So they're no longer governed by the central banking system. Okay? And that's the real reason for attempting to establish the BRICS. Okay? To basically remove the system of Jewish power for controlling the world through the manipulation and control of the currency. So what are they doing to counter it? They're attempting to go to computers. You call it the central bank. Look at the first letters of that phrase, central bank digital currency. Now they got your ass because now you are nothing more than digits. And if you allow them to put that system in place, you're done. Because now there is no currency. All digits. Let's go. Have to be in the Jewish system. So China is not the enemy. I know. Nobody's stopping you saying Jewish system over and over again. But it just there was a fetishized deal like Kanye in here, and they just say it over and over again. I want to talk about topics. I know you said that that's the source of all. We we understand what you're saying. Let me ask you this. And then we have to look at the players. Let me ask you this. I want to create a system where it's based on meritocracy and what you produce, like Martin Luther King Jr. said. Because and, 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 I go to a restaurant because the food's good, not because Chinese own or black people or Jews or, you know, hillbillies or whatever. Let me ask you this. How do you see the world divided right now? What do you think is about to happen? We can see that the world is going to a major tumultuous period. Looks to me like globalist powers are in trouble. Do you agree with that? Do you disagree? I mean, <laughs> Let me ask you, from your perspective, who runs things, how is things going for the ruling class? So far, it's going quite well. Now, they got rid of somebody who wanted to stop it. His name was Saddam Hussein, because he wanted to coin his own money. They got rid of him. Gaddafi wanted to start uh, the African dinar. These fellows finally got onto it, that the money is what controls. Now, the one who knows this is Vadimir Putin. I'm going to stop you again. I'm going to stop you again. You read my mind. The globalists, whoever you say runs it, go after anybody trying to create their own monetary system. Gaddafi, Saddam, you're right. They always start a war. So are you expecting a war to start over? They can't get rid of that or Putin. Boo would love to. They're using Ukraine boys, these poor Christian boys, to get rid of Vladimir Putin because they got this crazy woman who was born Noodleman. Her name is Victoria Noodle. Boom. Noodleman uh, now. Noodle, yeah, Goetia name. That's Goetia. Noodleman. She was born Noodleman, okay? Because I know this. We all know this, okay? She's the one that wants to destroy Putin. Jews hate Russia because Russia is now 
re-finalizing uh, uh, what is known in common parlance, the Byzantine Empire. By the way, stop there. That, that, that's that's true that he's revitalized the Byzantine Empire. And, and it, it is true that Trotsky was kicked out by Stalin. And so that's where the neocon beef comes from. Keep going. Okay, so Putin is the main arch enemy now to the Jews, not China. They're in, they're in the system. So what Putin has done, he has loaded up in gold. He is the main motivator of BRICS. I think he's now the president. He wants to start a secretariat, too. And he's bringing in Saudi Arabia. Iran, I think, is now in. Saudi Arabia officially joined today. Okay, so I'm pretty much on top of things. I think Iran is already in. So, it, but it's just in the nascent state. They want to create their own SWIFT, which is transfer of money from one trading group to another trading currency group, from one exchange. nation to another trading group. They want to start their own currency exchange, their own letters of credit. They want to create their own system. But this is going to take time. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen in 2025. Putin looks at the long range. That's how he's operating his military operation in Ukraine. Not to just go in and destroy and destroy. He's looking at the long range of attrition. He's a very clever man. I know people in my Orthodox church who know him personally. And they tell me things that no one else is going to know about him. I know how he operates. So he is in it for the long term. Now, 2024 may be a lousy year for us. Alex, and I include you with us, I do, okay, because you're fighting for a sovereign America, and I am too, but the difference between you and me is I name the names who are the real enemies who are really controlling these things, because this is the whole Jewish mind I grew up with. How are we going to try to control the Goyim? Because the Jews look upon the Goyim as stupid. If I ever said something as a Jewish kid that was stupid, all my uncles would say, you know, the Goyim are cooked which means you think like a boy, okay? So this is the whole thing of the Jews. We have to control the Goyim. So they don't like an Alex Jones who comes out and says, hey, this is what's going on. This is what Epstein's done, knowing it was a sting operation. They don't want to hear that, and they certainly don't want me to hear me calling out these names. So the globalist picture still looks good for 2024. I don't see it getting any better. But we've uh, we got to go to break. We're going to come back. Uh, people... We, we're going to stop it there. Sister Bell. <clears throat> okay. That was some bombs that was dropped. Bell, over and over, and more importantly, he shut down Alex Jones and all his attempts at misdirection. Yeah. Because... He's an expert at misdirecting people. But you can't misdirect scholars. Very difficult. Because they recognize the misdirection before you even put it out there. Very difficult. Boom. No argument. And I know we've discussed some of the very same things that Dr. Nathaniel just got through putting out there. Okay? So, no. Check this, family. Uh, I never got to these articles, but you can go and pull them up 
and you'll understand the nature of the body politics in Israel today. Because it was born out of extremism and terrorism against the Palestinians. And those groups specifically, I love it when Dr. Kapner was kept telling Alex he's naming the names. Y'all know that made me go right back to Steve Coakley, right? Right. Yeah. So name the names. And that he said, that's what separates you from me. I name the names. Okay? Check this out. When the Urgoon decided to be judge, jury, and executioner. When the Urgoon decided to be judge, jury, and executioner. This is from blog.nli.org. Okay, when the Urgoon, that's a Jewish terrorist organization that was at the very so-called founding of theft of Palestine and what we know today is Israel. Okay? And the other one, actually there there were two of them. Okay? But I don't have the other article in front of me. But this one is entitled, Was the Stern Gang's Founder Murdered? Was the Stern Gang's founder murdered? And this is from ProgressiveIsrael.org. Good Jewish source. All right? But you want to see some terrorism. That's what that country was basically created on. And it's never changed. And that's why Dr. Kapner points out that it is a military dictatorship. The very thing that they're turning America into, and this is why you got, see, I know some of us don't get these stories. Okay? I'm good with it. That's why we're here, to make sure that we get the stories that maybe some of the rest of us don't get. For instance, like this one. Fat Leonard, who filmed orgies involving senior Navy admirals, extradited to the U.S. by Venezuela. Let me read that title again. Fat Leonard, who filmed orgies involving senior Navy admirals, Extradited to the U.S. by Venezuela. This from Zero Head. Just a little bit of, of what they're talking about here. As part of a prison exchange in which Joe Biden granted clemency to a prominent money man for President Nicolas Maduro, Venezuela released 10 detained Americans as well as the man at the center of historic Navy bribery scandal, Fat Leonard a military contractor known for organizing and filming orgies involving senior U.S. Navy admirals. He's on his way back to San Diego to face sentencing for corruption over a year after he fled to Venezuela. 
It's one of the U.S.'s worst ever national security breaches. They go on to say, as the Wall Street Journal notes, the completed trade marked a breakthrough in the Biden administration's reproachment efforts with Caracas, which has become a key source of marginal oil for Biden in the critical 2024 election year. Well, what are they saying here? They're saying the reason over the last three months or so that the price of gasoline has gone down is not because the production has been ramped up. It's because the courts and them Zionists that run him are in bed with Maduro, right? In an exchange, the U.S. is being given cheap oil by Venezuela, and that oil is being traded and bought. And if you notice, you don't see these prices at certain uh, gas stations, but in other gas stations, the prices are completely uh, much lower than the brand name uh, uh, gasoline sellers, okay? So that's the reason that the price of oil ain't going through the roof. They call it trickery because if they put his ass back in office, and uh, hopefully that won't happen, as soon as he get back in there, man, you ain't seen nothing. Uh, the price of gas is going to go through the roof. That's why they try to ban gas ovens, lawnmowers, and all these kinds of things. Okay? And by the way, the courts basically told them they have no authority to ban any of that. Let them get back in office and see how much they do what the courts say. All right? So there's Fat Leonard. Okay? His name is Leonard Francis. He's a Malaysian businessman. Okay? He's 6'2 and weighs 350 pounds. But him and these Navy admirals, Bev, does this story remind you of somebody? He's filming all of these admirals. <laughs> the top of the Navy having sex. Yeah, Epstein Jr. Huh? Epstein Jr. Bingo. How about that? Look what they say here, Bev. They say Fat Leonard, who according to some effectively controlled the U.S. Navy's Pacific Fleet, okay? Now, I won't go into it anymore because I played a little bit more. But let me, let me. well, yeah, I got I to gotta give you a little bit more of this because this is, this is just too good. Now, you got to keep in mind, you got the homosexuals uh, up, up in the uh, congressional chambers with his ass out in the air, videotaping it, and sending it around, putting it online. You got the trannies uh, doing one of their fake holidays. Uh, they didn't have breast surgery, so now they got titties. They're out there on the White House lawn with their titties flopping around. Okay? You got old boy put it as a, a major player in the nuclear uh, arena. He's stealing women's drawers and panties and anything else he can get his hands on. 
do I have to go to Claudine Gay and uh, the Chia Pet as the spokesperson? Do I have to deal with any of them? Or how about mm-hmm. that ugly white man who will try to tell somebody about their health who claims he's a woman and he's an admiral and they spent two days in the military? It all makes sense, man. Now you can see the extent to which this stuff is going on. And these black lesbians and the homosexuals, I hear one of them is getting ready to come back to X, man. Mm. He ain't got no ass kicking. Okay? I'm talking about that Negro that I couldn't when I look at him, I see something. I see testicles hanging out the side of his mouth. Who is that? Name the names. Used to be on CNN there. Now he's getting oh, ready that, to start. Oh, his you're talking about, oh, he coming. Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah, he's getting ready to go on X. And he's going to get a severe mm. ass. He's going to realize how many people really dislike his nasty butt. Okay. <laughs> what a poor excuse for a black man. All right. And he had all the answers to everything. All right. Who I'm talking about, Bear? Uh, what is his name? The light skinned guy. Um, I know. I'm looking right at him. I just can't remember. Let me see if somebody put it. They put him What's his name? Lin- I know. They put him on. They put him on CNN with them two dykes, and they got his ass fired. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Don Lemon. Thank Bingo. you. Bingo. Basement boogie. Bingo. Okay. So, yeah. He going to get a whooping. All right. Because he going to realize that, that CNN shielding him was a facade. Mm-hmm. It was not real because he ain't real. Not at all. Okay? So, um, again, it becomes extremely paramount that the sisters understand this. Okay? Because they using your energy, as we've been saying for, man, long, yeah. long time. Years now. Tracked him, because we've been on their ass like a boil. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really good to have somebody like Dr. Nathaniel Kepner to basically come on and mimic some of the things that we said but he knows much more about the Jewish thing than I do. So it's good to hear him talk about it. Okay? Confirm it. So we know our research, as Brother Steve used to say, is on point. Yeah. All right. He's been saying it. Many, many years there. 
And the reason I say it is because it's true. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. And we get it from so many different corners now. But what I can't stand is people who come on the scene very late in this game and proclaim themselves to be the arbiter of all that is real and all that's not. Because we don't beat our chest. That's a no-no. Okay? And, and, And let me tell you why, lastly, I played this piece about Alice Jones. Mm-hmm. He is happy, as some of my relatives used to say who are no longer with us, he happy as a sissy in a CC camp mm-hmm. since he's been back on Twitter. You know why, Bear? Why? Because Twitter for him means he can spread his message more and he can make more money. Because that's what he's really about. Mm -hmm. He's about making money. And I'm not against that, okay? Like I tell uh, people in the conscious community, don't pimp consciousness, okay, when you're really out here about making money. If you want to make money, say that, particularly during these times that we're in now. Okay? Because it'll come back on you. I repeat for the umpteenth time, this is not about money. Did you hear what Dr. Nathaniel kept telling you, kept drilling in you? It's about the people that print the money who basically dictating or determining whether you rich or you poor. Ain't got nothing to do with how much of it you got. Because when they pull the, the trap door on the money, how much you got now? Okay. This is the real deal. All right? And, I, again, I'm not against people making money. I'm against people basically judging people based on money. Because if you look at the people that are the mass killers in an attempt to exterminate much of the planet, they're the wealthiest people on the planet. The real killers. So Bill Gates gets to run all over the planet talking about killing people, still breathing. All right? Raping children, and he's still breathing. That's why, family, we have to concern ourselves with infinity, and particularly black feminine infinity, because they're trying to cut our ass off. They're trying to make us finite. 
with the aid of a bunch of ignorant dykes and sissies. Damn, if I'm going to be quiet about it. Now, before we the metaphysical part of this there, I got three short stories. Mm-hmm. I got to put the video because okay. it, it, the, the length at which they will go to to squeeze the orange. Okay. The first article, all three of them are from the Daily Mail. So you ain't got to go far to get these articles, family. And they mind-blowing. All right? The first one is Epstein victim accused New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, MIT scientist Marvin Minsky, Victoria's Secret Chief Lex Wexner, and Senator George Mitchell of sex trafficking her in latest bombshell document dump. That's the Daily Mail today. Yesterday? No, day before yesterday? The 8th? Daily Mail? Donald Trump named in latest Epstein document. Sarah Ransom says she had sex with many girls in email where she also claimed pedophile where she also claimed the pedophile had tapes of the ex-president, Richard Branson, Prince Andrew, and Bill Clinton. Did you see that yesterday, Bear? Yeah, I saw it, but I didn't read it. I, I, I saw the title of it. Here's what I say to that. The FBI got all them videos. We seen the videos when they were taking them out the building. We saw them inside the building. So they can't say they don't exist. <clears throat> and these women know because some of them were in the rooms where the recordings were being done. Okay? But here's what they, just a little piece here from this article. They say no such footage has ever been publicly uncovered. The FBI is now under pressure to release hundreds of items of evidence that was photographed during a raid on Epstein's mansion in 2019, but that was never seized. How about that? Here's my position on that. If you got the tapes, burn Orange Man's ass just like you burn any other pedophile. In my opinion, it don't exist. And somebody forced this little white girl to put Orange Man in the mix. Check this out, family. Uh, yesterday, now this was the 8th, on the 9th, this dropped. Trump did not participate in any underage sex at Jeffrey Epstein's house, says pedophile's 
victim Virginia Gouffre in latest bombshell document. She said, quote, I never saw or witnessed Donald Trump participate in any of those acts. But was he in the house of Jeffrey Epstein? I've heard he has been, but I haven't seen him myself, so I don't know. Okay? So it, they, they, in the article, they go on to point out uh, the other girl who said her girlfriend said that Trump liked to, liked to lick her nipples and, and this kind of thing, right? She, she goes on to say this is ransom, okay, this ransom chick, that she just made that up because she feared for her life. Mm-hmm. Okay? So she was forced to send out emails that said Trump had sex with many girls, including a friend of hers who is not named, who she says also slept with Bill Clinton and virgin billionaire Richard Branson. Okay, now we know Obama was very close to Richard Branson. Okay? But then the girl goes on to withdraw her claim about Orange Man. But that didn't stop the media from putting the head of Orange Man in a number of photographs with Clinton and Epstein, a number of photographs. Because it's all, as you said earlier, Bev, about transferring what he's done to other people. Because, again, you can't go anywhere near these people in degeneracy don't jump off the just jump right into your face. You literally can't do it. So I thought it was interesting that they had Tyrone Biggums in court today, and he couldn't sit still. No. If I didn't know any better, Bev, I swear he was sitting there tweaking. (laughs) He sat there with his arms crossed. Uh, For about five seconds. And with with two, uh, I guess, attorneys on each side of him. Yes. That ain't going to help him, okay? Like Nathaniel said, he's not going to jail. They will pardon him when Biden is gone, okay? But the important thing is all them people – that they locking up under false pretenses of January 6th because they need that. That's all they got to run on. That's it. Okay? Now, that's in jeopardy. All right? And that's because this ass whooping that's, that's getting ready to be unleashed, it's only going to make them angrier, and they're going to become more desperate, which means, again, 
that they are subject to do and are capable of anything. Okay? We need to understand what infinite really is because these people think that they are infinite. Okay? You heard what the guy said. Yeah. The Jewish guy. Oh, yeah, Dr. Kaplan. Mm-hmm. He said a lot. And he's not a Jew anymore, Bill. He's a Christian now. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was instructive if we go in and look up the metaphysical meaning of infinite. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. So keep in mind, family, the title of the program is metaphysical finality of black feminine infinity. Okay. Somebody's trying to suck the spirit out of us through our women. All right? And again, that's our job, to bring our women back home where they belong. Okay? That's on us. All right? Here's what they say in truthunity.net the metaphysical meaning of infinite. That which embraces all, the totality of being, including all knowledge, all space, all life, the complete all, that which was from the beginning is now and ever shall be without end or limitation. That which is boundless, immeasurable, inexhaustible. God is infinite and eternal. So that's the metaphysical meaning of infinite. Okay? But that symbol is directly connected to the number eight. And that number eight Long has been the shape of a woman. Interesting when you take a look at that number eight and see what else metaphysically is associated with it. Then you know, as above, so below, that these things are not accidental. Here's what they say in the meaning of number eight in numerology. This is from PsychicSource.com. They say the number eight vibrates with the symbol of infinity as its shape. While the number eight vibration is associated with empire building and destroying, its message is one of renewal. The number eight seeks money and power, but it also comes back around to a point of balance in an endless cycle. And that's what the feminine energy offers us, as we said for decades, okay, in my eyes. They say the geometric shape of the eight is the octagon. 
astrologically, eight is associated with the planet Saturn, which governs career, ambition, authority, and social structures, and is associated with practicality and reality, boundaries, and limitations. Saturn. Hmm. Saturn is the ruling planet of Capricorn and Aquarius. And its slow-moving energy conveys patience and justice. How about that? Who else is associated with the planet Saturn, Sister Bear? Isn't that black folks? Yes. Uh, uh, we understand that it's inhabited by uh, black females, very tall black females. Mm. But these country outside of Islam that's associated with Saturn is Israel. Remember, Bear, they got the six-point star on the northern uh, region of Saturn, spinning, and all of the sides are equal, which means it cannot be an anomaly. Somebody put it there. Okay, now don't y'all go running down to Florida. And saying that the aliens that they saw that the ten foot aliens that they saw at the shopping mall in Florida uh, wasn't just looking for some new Nikes, <laughs> and that they came from Saturn. Okay, don't y'all believe it? All right. Uh, yes, and on the pole of Saturn, they say. Uh, uh, it's like a series of uh, what's the word they use uh, tornadoes a huge huge tornado swirling around on the south pole so you got the six point star on the north pole and this giant circle that when you look at it looks like the eye of Haru it's a giant eye on the south pole of Saturn. I'm sure they're still there. You can Google it and check it out for yourself. And these people have basically uh, adopted Saturn as their, uh, uh, man, how can I put this? as an addendum to their religious belief system. Okay? So let's go on. They say, eight appears symbolically in many traditions as an elemental, as an elemental female form for life. Female form for life. Elemental. When you look into Jewish doctrine and you're dealing with the the Sephirah, I believe it's the Sephirah, you start getting introduced to elementals. Okay? 
So again, quite interesting that we run into these connections, metaphysically speaking. Okay? And I also think that it's interesting that that eight infinite uh, also represents the female form for life. Okay? They say there are eight feast days in the Wiccan tradition. Now, that's the white girl witchcraft that unfortunately some of these black women have latched on to. And those eight feast days are Samhain, Yule, Imbolc, Astara, Beltane, Litha, Lugnasada, and Mabon. They say it's Tarot card is strength, strength that is expressed with wisdom, grace, and dignity, as in power with, not power over. As in power with, not power over. The eight uses strength strategically and exercises quiet authority to move business forward. I thought that was extremely And you know, I, I have I have ahead, some uh terror cards that uh, that's dealing with politics and that's mm-hmm. who they have on the strength card, uh is Putin and Trump. Yes. The side way eight up there, yeah. I couldn't agree with him more. <laughs> okay? Because if you look at what they've been faced with, just a consistent pool of lies to neutralize them. None of it has been true. So what they've done is inextricably linked Putin and Trump for a long, long time. So when the people really find out what's been going on, okay, because remember there, before Trump becomes the president, the Democrats and the Clintons in particular are getting over like fat rats in Russia. All right? Making all kind of deals, selling all kind of stuff through the Clinton Foundation, right? Which just happened to be by none other than guess who, Bear? Um, Jeff- uh, you're talking about. Jeffrey- I didn't hear you say that again. Jeffrey okay. Epstein was the one who set up uh, the Clinton Foundation, hmm. and by extension, the Clinton Global Initiative. That was Jeffrey Epstein's creation. You can't make this up. Okay? Now, they go on here to say, the spiritual meaning of eight is infinite love, infinite energy, and infinite abundance. 
It represents finding a point of energetic balance between the physical and spiritual world because eights are equally spiritual and materialistic. Now, again, that's extremely cogent because these lesbians are devoid of spirit. And you can tell in their attitude. Now, I got to go to this because I've been trying to show this for who knows how long. And for whatever reason, I never get around Uh-oh. to doing it. I'm going to do it this time. I almost let's, forgot about it. Go ahead, Bill. Okay, well, let me let me tell the family we only have seven minutes. If you want to continue to listen to the show, uh, go call in. You can hear us on the phone. Three two three six four two one five three two three six four two one five eight six. Push the number one if you have something to say, uh, and also don't forget to donate to uh, Dr. Roberts' uh, GoFundMe fund, and you can find that on the Truth to Power page. Okay, go ahead. We're listening. Thank you, Sister Bear, uh, and thank you, family. I got to play this one piece. Okay. okay. And maybe we'll just wrap this program up and come back next week because uh, I don't want to leave nothing out. Uh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I've been trying to play this piece, and I can't get around to it. Where you at? Okay, here we go. You'll find this interesting, family. Okay? This is why we got to be more attentive in recognizing who it is we put as representatives of us. Check this out. Now, this is one of the craziest mayors you're ever going to see. First, she violates her citizens' first amendment rights by shutting them down in public meetings. Take a look. Considered to be outrageous claims. You're not going to sit here and assault me, lady, I never met. Don't call my name because I don't know what book you're reading, and I don't care. Enough is enough. This is a personal matter. It's not about criticizing. You can criticize my policy. You'll stop it. City Council meeting on September 6th, resident comments were shut down by the mayor. A federal judge issued a preliminary injunction to the city of East Point and Mayor Owens Wednesday, ordering that residents not be blocked from praising or criticizing public officials. Then as crime gets out of control, she blames the residents for rising crime rates. So you can never say the mayor disappointed you. You all disappoint me. East Point's mayor putting her constituents on blast. So don't blame the mayor for your city. Blame yourself because it's deep-rooted. Oh, yeah, if that's not enough, this mayor was also convicted of fraud. While Mayor, East Point Mayor Monique Owens in court Thursday via Zoom, and on the wrong side of the law, Owens faces a felony fraud charge. The judge gave her a $10,000 personal bond. This story is crazy. is Mayor Monique Owens, the first black and first woman mayor of East Point, Michigan. Now to a story of a Metro Detroit woman who's breaking down barriers both in her community and for the next generation of young leaders. We are talking about Monique Owens, the first black woman to ever hold the title of mayor in East Point. 
And tonight, in honor of Black History Month, 7 Action News reporter Andrea Isom shows us how she's making a lasting difference in the world. To give this story the absolute justice it deserves, I think we need to go back in time just a little bit to a monumental moment in history in Metro Detroit. East Point, Michigan, its motto, the gateway to Macomb County, a family town. But now, it can also be known as the city that has done something it had never done before. I will be going to South Enough, 
and then blaming them for the rise in crime and the mayor doing a bad job is not enough. The mayor was then arrested for fraud. See, the mayor applied for COVID funds claiming she had a business that was veteran-owned and that business also had over 100 employees. So the state gave her $10,000 in COVID relief. But when prosecutors looked into it, they found it to be fraud. This afternoon, Mayor Owens was arraigned on a charge of false pretenses, a five-year felony, accused of lying on a COVID relief application in 2020 and receiving a $10,000 CARES Act grant from Macomb County. The charges come about as a result of obtaining these funds uh, on the application process as well as uh, some of the information that was provided that wasn't true. Prosecutor Peter Lucido says the grant was for an LLC Owens owns. According to public record, the mayor has four businesses in her name. This fall, the 39-year-old mayor was charged for falsely stating on a 2020 CARES Act grant that her business, Naturally Funny Talent Agency, was 51% veteran-owned. It's not, and that it had more than 100 employees. It doesn't. Owens received $10,000 from the grant and in September was ordered to pay that money back in restitution, which she did. So the sitting mayor is now arrested for fraud, and she was arraigned on those fraud charges. Here's her arraignment. East Point Mayor Monique Owens in court Thursday via Zoom, and on the wrong side of the law, Owens faces a felony fraud charge. The judge gave her a $10,000 personal bond. We don't believe that um, she's a flight risk. She does have funds significant ties to the community, um, but the outstanding uh, allegation of fraud is about uh, receiving $10,000 for a CARES Act uh, um, disclosure. Obviously, it's just an allegation. There's no uh, proof presented that she did anything wrong. Since Owens was sworn in as the first black woman elected as East Point's mayor in 2021, she's had a rocky time in office. A rocky time indeed. So the evidence was so overwhelming against the mayor, she took a plea deal and was sentenced. But she was allowed to finish her term as mayor. He begins tonight with that courtroom clash between the mayor of East Point and the judge during her sentencing hearing today. Monique Owens is now sentenced to six months probation. She also has to perform 100 hours of community service for misusing COVID-19 relief money for her personal business. Now, the mayor tried to maintain her innocence while being sentenced for fraud, claiming that she was not the problem, but the judge wasn't having that. Even though I fled, but I fled, I know that I am not a problem. Even though in September, East Point Mayor Monique Owens pled no contest for fraudulently applying for a grant, Thursday, at her sentencing, she said to cameras, Don't believe uh, the allegations that you have heard about me. The Macomb County judge didn't take that well. Are you talking to the TV or are you talking to me as the judge? Because I don't think you're talking to me as the judge. And you're really telling me you did absolutely nothing wrong and therefore we should, this case should be proceeding differently. The judge ultimately sentenced her to 100 days of community service and six months probation, along with a few choice words. Personally, I think you are a disappointment to our community and to the citizens of East Point. Now with all these problems, being arrested, violating people's rights, the whole thing, the mayor ran for re-election and lost, only getting 14% of the vote. I still can't believe 14% of the people voted for her, but she got 14% of the vote. And we start in East Point. Unofficial results show that Michael Kleinfeld will move on to the November election, along with Mary Hall Rayford. 
Incumbent Mayor Monique Owens lost with only 14% of the vote. All right, so it's time to keep it 100. Both parties do this, the Republicans and Democrats. Here are two quick examples. Justice Thomas, on the Supreme Court, he's a diversity hire. He was picked because he was black to replace the first black Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall. Essentially, they were creating a black seat. And they were called out for this when Justice Thomas was nominated. Here is President Bush who nominated Thomas and Justice Thomas being confronted with those questions. I'd like to follow up. I mean, there are many people who felt that in fact that was a fact, not that it was a fact or a quota, but that in fact Mayor. If there is one, 
And the reason why is, is because people are going to look to these first and say, look, when we did it, look what happened. And that would be unfair to a qualified black woman who actually runs and can do the job. Just because people wanted to check a box earlier has now made it harder for the next black woman to achieve this. It didn't help. And I think that's the key point here. If you hire a black woman who's qualified, that opens the door. But if you hire a black woman who's not qualified, that actually closes the door. Tell me where I'm wrong in the comment section. Tell me where you disagree. My name is Ethan Lloyd, and I'll see you in the next one. Okay, Bear, tell me about it. I know you know her. Bear? I think I have finally succeeded in putting Bear to sleep. No, I'm just talking. I have my mute on. I'm sorry. I was talking. I was just telling Tugmos the other day that I can tell you about other things going on around the world, but I can't tell you what's going on in my own hometown. <laughs> and I live, and she, and, and she, and she's right in the same county that I'm in. Wow. Well, you don't have to well, worry about it. Do, Go ahead. I got to do some investigation here. I got to, uh, you know, I, I, the family turned me on to the council people in Flint. I'm sitting right here, didn't know what was going on there, and I'm right next door to her and don't know what's going on there. I got to start paying attention to home. Don't worry about it, Bev, because we got one here in <laughs> Dalton, which is a couple of miles away from me, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. ever bad this woman was in East Point, this mayor in Dalton is one of the worst human beings who has nothing but just venom towards the people that she want to represent. Mm-hmm. And she up in prison. And you know something, Bev, that marks all of these women? They all mm-hmm. got this F you attitude. Yeah, that's what they're dealing with in Flint here, Michigan. Wow. You see, Bear? Same kind of woman. Same woman. It's it's amazing how they're able to pick these women out of all the. Because you know something, Bear? I don't know any Mm -hmm. women that act these women. Mm -hmm. I'm so. I don't know any women that act like these women. We got one in Dalton, Bear, that you have to listen to this woman and how she abuses constituents to really understand how bad she is. See, there's a protocol. There's a protocol that comes with any political position. There's a way that you act, just like there's a protocol in other professions. And one of the things you have to be able to do, whether you agree or disagree, unless somebody's just being absolutely obnoxious towards you, Mm -hmm. is you have you agree with with the same amount of respect as people you disagree with. Because politics is the art of war without pistols. You see? Yeah. So you you can't just go and abuse people because they disagree with you. 
That's why the courts got his ass out right now. Okay? Never won an election. But whether he did or he didn't, there's still a certain protocol that you keep. Now, I got to say this. Outside of people tweeting nasty things about Orange Man, I never saw this dude disrespecting man, believe me. He had more than enough reason to go off on people. Okay? Particularly black women in the media. Uh, well, he used to, I remember when this black reporter, and he told her, you smarter than that. You know, he tried to school. He didn't, he couldn't, she was nasty, nasty. That is correct. But he was like, he was like you very intelligent. Yeah. Her name is Alcindor. She came from PBS. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't even see her no more. Where's she at? Because he ain't bad. Mm-hmm. But it's an entire goon squad of these women. Yeah. That's what I refer to them as. It's a whole bunch of them. But they all got that same ish eating yes. attitude. Yeah, different body, same spirit, though. They are. You see, I didn't even we, know she was doing that. Mm-hmm. that. Now, we highlighted those two mayors, one from Michigan, one from Illinois. But mm-hmm. remember, babe, we had the kingfish here with Mayor Big yeah, Dick. Yeah, big, big Dick, yeah. <laughs> she was the worst of the worst. But you can go to that mayor in D.C., Bowser, she's just as bad. You can go to the mayor of Oakland, just as bad. So these people don't exist in no vacuum. It's a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. What these people represent me in any capacity? But they don't. From, they don't represent the people. That's why they can talk to the people like that. They got. They represent other people. They represent. Yeah. Uh, you know, these corporations and things like that. Yes, it's like they're gangbangers and they know they got a gang behind them, right? Yes, yes, yes. Talk tough and act tough because they know as long as they got them thugs behind them, yeah. they can do whatever the hell they want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time out for mm-hmm. all of that. And that's what we and want to see. In 2024, year the eighth, or yes, the metaphysical finality of the black feminine infinity. Go ahead, Beth. Yeah, and and this is where the the people is. I keep saying we the people. This is where the people got this. this they are going to stand up and wait. Wait a minute, you work for us. We don't work for you. That's right. They somehow they lost all of that, Bear. They I know think, it. Think that they doing the people a favor by being in office and for the, right. the going people because they ask you a question. See, all that started with the Clintons because they know Bill Clinton would be out in public and answer uh, questions truthfully. 
So they start arresting people for asking questions in the audience. Nothing else. I mean, they were dragging people out of these events. But that got so bad that they had to stop it. So by 2016, people were fed up with it. So everywhere this dude went, he was confronted by people screaming, uh, you a serial rapist. All over the place. That was started by Alex Jones. All right? That's why Hillary Clinton hates Alex Jones, because she holds him personally responsible for her losing the elections in 2016. Mm -hmm. And that's why Old Testament, that he won't even acknowledge. That's who really came at him. Lawfare. The weaponization of the yeah. justice system with some fake Sandy Hook stuff. But, you know, he deserved what he gets because he still, you heard him sit there and argue with this Jewish scholar or try to argue and make, when he should have just been sitting there listening. Right. Because that's how you learn. That's how I learned. Yeah. Yeah. So we can go to the family, Bill. I know they got a couple of things they might want to say. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike, you're live. Okay, brother Mike. Okay, I'm going to be real brief. I think, you know, what we're, we see, it's a reflection of the people that they come from. And they clearly have utter contempt for the people for themselves. I think to a degree, Mike. I think you're right. I think it would be a good idea if black people were to withdraw from electoral politics because they simply don't have the acumen. They don't have the insight or the wherewithal to really deal with this because you have to be able to see people for who they are inwardly, not what comes out of their damn mouth. You have to be able to listen to them and read between the lines. Because, I mean, I think you could actually go across the board in terms, and I'm specifically about black people. I can't think of a black politician that I'm familiar with that I have any respect for at all or that has any level of intelligence that's even worthy of having a discussion about. I, I got a question for you before you go, Mike. Go ahead. What do you think made James Clyburn in South Carolina sit up there and tell that lie that Orange Man was responsible for that little white boy going into the church shooting all them black people? Because I believe that he thinks that he can tell black folks any damn thing because he pretty much has. And they pretty much acted in a positive manner to what he said. Ain't that similar to the two female politicians we just got through highlighting? Oh, absolutely. So so we got serious mental issues in our community, man. Very serious. Yes, I agree. All right, hold up, y'all. Hold up, man. Hold Hold up. Thank you. The love. All right. Got a love. Okay, Tutmo. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. 
Yes, yes. Oh, great show, great show. Man, I was, man, yesterday, man, I was I was trying to get in, but man, these two midgets started swinging on my eyelashes, man. Just pulling my eyes down. I couldn't stop them, man. They were so heavy. Yeah, man. But um man, you know, one of my favorite scenes if y'all ever seen the movie Coming to America. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yeah, I know yeah. And his um James Earl Jones character, he was looking for his son and he went to McDowell's, the the McDonald's knockoff. Yeah. And um right. he said, Pay the man. So that he gave the dude he gave James James Amos character, he gave him some money. And when he looked at the money, it had Eddie Murphy face on it. <laughs> so when he saw his daughter, he was like Man, you hit the jackpot. When I say he got his own money, I mean he got his own money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if you if you saw this shit here, right, you would have to stop and take a second look. Now, I know in Detroit they can't have this, just looking at the demographics, but maybe Miami, maybe Miami. Um... But we're talking about Brooklyn, which is like half the size of Chicago with the same amount of people. Right. Like just under 3 million people. And um, these Jews is like the scene from coming to America. Yeah. You go to their part of town, they got their own police. It's like, oh, shit, check that out. Where the NYPD should be, they got a Star David. You'd be like, oh, shit, they got their own police. They got their own fire department. They got their own ambulances. And, of course, you know, they got big hospitals, you know, Beth Israel and Mount Sinai and all that stuff. But uh, it's like they got their own stuff. They even got their own welfare offices because they all get, yeah, yeah, because all their women get wealthy because they don't work. The men work. The men own their own businesses, but they women still collect for each kid, man. It's, it's yo, trust me. They not probably ninety percent of the women get it. You know what I'm saying? They, they got they, it's all set up for them. As soon as the baby come out, they they people is right there at the hospital to fill out the paper. It's all. It, it's not like how what, what black people gotta go through. You know right. what I'm saying? This is they, part of the, the, they the, could be, the Arabs. The Arabs do that mm-hmm. here. The same thing. They pull up to the welfare office with their Mercedes Benz. The women get welfare. The same thing with the Arabs here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, tell you this though, they don't drive no Mercedes Benzes. If you look at them, <laughs> you want to cross the street. Like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? But um, they got their own stuff. So when I saw the tunnel. <laughs> I saw them building the tunnel, and I read the article, and um, they have this ritual. He was talking about it yesterday, the mikvah, yeah. where when women have their cycle, the yeah. first day after their cycle, they're supposed to go down to this this public bathing pool, 
and they cleanse themselves, right, with all these other people in the same water. You know what I'm saying? This is that weird. You ever see them when, when they send people to Israel, then they always got to go into that dirty-ass pool and put their head under the water and do all that crazy. But this is, but when they're in these pools, this is like a big sex ritual. Uh-oh. Right? So article Uh-oh. after article, if you if you just put in Google the mikva, the M-I-K-V-H-A, and put rape, and watch how many articles pop up. And I'm talking wow. about going way back, way back. Mikva. The and, tunnel under the mikvah. Huh? No wonder the tunnel led to the women's mikvah. Exactly. That's where they were going to. Now they got free access. But the number one people who get um, accosted during this ceremony is the children. Because what happens is a lot of times the women have children. So when they go to their do their mikvah for after their cycle ends, they bring the kids with them, and the kids take off their clothes, get naked, and get in the water too. And um, wow. while they're, you know, there's so many people in the pool at one time that you know somebody could easily get separated and end up on the other side and end up with a dick in them. You know what I'm saying? So it was little boys little girls, all these people talking about it. It happened to them. And what happens is you get um shunned if you talk about what happens. Yeah. You know, because ha- you're call- when you call the police, you're not calling NYPD. You call right. the NAPE police. Right. Right? And what they say is the father gets 50 shickle if something happens to their child. Yeah. So fifty shekel of silver is equivalent to thirteen U.S. dollars. So that's what you're mm. supposed to accept in response to this, you know, them being accosted in these. Because you're supposed to be understanding, and you know that's and the, they're not supposed to never say anything. Right. And if they do, then the family can't come back to the synagogue. Then you can't um, collect certain things in it. One of the key things with their synagogues, right, because when I used to work in the mill room and we used to have, I used to run the milling machine. So when mm-hmm. the check stubs come and I send it to them, all the check stubs go to the synagogue. They don't go to the people houses. Like, you know, when I send stuff to, you know, my address and stuff is right. on there, it goes to my house. No, all right. their check stubs go to the synagogue. Wow. It's all tax free. You know what I'm saying? They work everything through their church. They, and that's how they get away with everything because you can't mix church and state. they totally protected. You know what I'm saying? The black church should be working the same way, minus the child molestation and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And another thing is uh, if, you, if you're a female and you were molested during the mikvah, right, you're still considered a virgin. <laughs> And, and, uh, yeah, and as a male, you're not supposed to, one of the reasons why the families don't want to tell, 
because then they can't get married. If they say yeah. that somebody did something, violated them, they can't get married later on in life because the church will know and nobody's would let their daughter marry them. So to keep with the traditions, they just keep everything hush-hush. You wow. know what I'm saying? Totally insane. You know, but... um. That that, that kind of explains why and they was pointing out that the overall majority of women in the porn industry are Jewish girls. Mm. Yeah, well, the whole industry mm. is ran by them. Of you course. know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're you the people behind the camera. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. taken that time alone dropping off, you know. Anyway. Yeah, man. So, um... So they keep everything hush hush, man. They whole community, they know of this stuff. They they keep an eye out, the molester and everything, police system. But it's none of this is going to the to the official, because uh, if it have if it went to NYPD per se, then they got to do an investigation, right? They're gonna have SVU come down there. They're gonna swab some some vaginas and do some rape kits and see what's going on. But being that their people's in charge, thing gets swept under the rug. You know, it's kind of a genius system. Huh? Different set of rules and regulations that govern their behavior as opposed to everybody else. That sounds familiar. That sounds like what's happening with the illegals. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) I could have told them, man, listen. You can't put no tents up in New York City in the wintertime, man. That's, that ain't going to work. And here we have our first big rainstorm. This ain't even a snowstorm. This is a right. rainstorm. They couldn't keep those um those sticks in the ground to hold the tents down, so they had to move them into a school. And take all the kids out to school. They got to go to school from home. These uh, illegals take their space. They're going to put beds in the classrooms. And, you know, it's insane. It's like, yo, these are tax-paying people. You know what I'm saying? Imagine yep. if you got a young child and you got to take off of work now because they have some illegals in the school that you pay taxes for your kid to go to. You know what I'm saying? So, Yo, it's getting ridiculous now, so... shame is what it is, man. That's ridiculous. But last night, what the weather was doing, it was no way. Like, it, they couldn't have stayed outside. They, would, they, would, they wouldn't have survived. It was hey. cold, and we was in, a, like, a nor'easter, but we only got the rain, not the snow. And they it just, was windy. It was, like, 50-mile-per-hour gusts. They should have got a round trip, a round trip ticket on the way up here. So they could have uh, had not to worry about getting a fare to go back. Oh yeah, I, I'm hey, I'm totally for all of them going back, man. Uh, and we gotta get, and I know y'all are not going to hear this. Gotta get it's Africans that's over here. It's ridiculous. I get uh, on the train. They, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Man, they don't know where they're going. They confused, they lost, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, yo, this like, yo, it's so many. They stand out because 
you know, they, they, they don't look like us. You know what I'm saying? You could just look and see, you know, that's a, that's, that's an African brother. You know what I mean? And right. um, they're everywhere, bro. I, I got to say, we got to be up a million Africans right now, man. At wow. least a million. Well, you it's know what? Lot. It would be a million on that round trip back to wherever they came from if I was in charge, along with the uh, Asians, the Chinese that are coming here, uh, uh, the Ukrainians, and all their relatives getting Social Security. Do you realize the people in this country are paying the retirement and Social Security benefits to the Ukrainians? Yeah, I know. Unbelievable, brother. But when I, I said something to the, I said something to the white guy at work, right? And yeah. I said, man, these illegals are every. Something to him, I said like that. I just want to see his response. Right. Older white guy, you know, I talk to him all the time, and he said. No, nah, man, they're, they're going to pay taxes, and they're going to make it so I can retire and keep my Social Security because all their tax money is going to go to our Social Security. They won't benefit from it. That's what so he I said. said. Oh, okay. He I said, okay. We no, right I don't think he can. He ain't going to be around that much longer. We're we right in the middle of huge mass layoffs that are taking place right now as we're talking and those layoffs are not going to stop. They blaming it on AI. Okay. For some reason, you sound strange. Right. You uh, you sound far away. Who me? Uh, no, I'm me? talking about Doctor X. Doctor X. Oh, now. okay. Uh, far away. How about now? Yeah, much better. Okay, well, I had the phone, you know, the speakers on the back of the phone, these are thoughts, so I had the phone face down. Can you hear me better now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, much, wow. much better. Okay. But, yeah, I expect this economy to do double flips by April. All right? Because at least yeah. 20% across the board in all the major corporations, at least 20% of their workforce is done. By March, and everybody in the in the administrative sector, okay, man, save some cash if you can, because they're gonna be hard. Yeah, yeah, that's my sector. I I kind of see where it's going. Yep. And um, yeah, because um, I tell you, since COVID. It is kind of common sense to me when they ran the COVID thing and the stock market didn't crash and everybody was working from home and I worked at the stock market. I said, oh, shit, they don't need us to be at the office. Then. Yep. So they still got it running and it's just, it's just running like it always been. You know what I'm saying? But ain't nobody there. Check this you out. Know, so, mm-hmm. How does that work within the framework? of millions of people being brought here to so-called work. W- work what? Yeah, yeah. I I have a feeling. My my thoughts on what they're here to do is to fight. Yes. Fight a war that they're about to go to. And they, they know that 
this um generation Z, um generation uh Y, they ain't fighting. They ain't got it in them. They ain't been outside. They ain't been in a fist fight before. <laughs> so they they not they not gonna be able to go to war with Russia or China, which I doubt. It's more seeming like Russia, like that tape show, because they not going along with the program. Right. Um, but um, if they got to go to war, or even with Iran, because Iran's not no scrub. They're not Iraq. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, they got a lot of good missiles. Um, but Iran, uh, if they have to go to war, they're going to have to send over somebody. And uh, your citizenship is tacked on to you going to this war. Didn't they do that to the Irish when they came here? Yes, sir. I got you know a better idea. Let's take Tyrone Biggins and send his ass to Iran. What, 15 nah. minutes of watching that dude will make you surrender. Man, Tyrone Biggins is a professional, man. He'll get to Iran. He'll know where all the holes is, all the coke is. Right, He'll be all right, right over there, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. got his, his boy Habib. Habib will pick him up from the airport. Yo, they, they done ran a train on some chicks, man. They... Yo, he, you know, Tyrone Biggums is going to be all right, man. Uh, they asked him today, what kind of crack do you smoke? I was like, it's more than one kind of crack. You know what I'm saying? What's he talking about? <laughs> they, one of the reporters shouted that out at him. I said, yo, that's messed up, man. Man, you know listen, scratching and moving his arms and hands all around like, like something was crawling on him, man. Oh, yeah, he probably needed a hit, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, he probably took yeah, a hit just in case he got kept. They kept him. He had to take a good little bump before he went up in there, you know? Um, <laughs> that's why they had him to have his hands crossed. He sat there with his hands crossed so that they wouldn't be all, he wouldn't be frizzling all over the place. He had to do something there because dude was um, highly uncomfortable. The um, yeah, last man, thing I was... The last Go thing ahead. I was gonna say back to the um the whole tunnel thing. And when the when the Jews came here in the early nineteen hundreds, they they um they used to they wanted to you know, in order to make it in America back then you had to be a gangster. Yeah. And um your people had to gangster their way up to the top, you know, and uh, there wasn't no there was there was a specific group of people called white. Yes, didn't include everybody like it does today. That's you know, right. The, the Irish was the Irish. The Italian yeah. were the Italian, and the Jewish were wherever country they came from. But they had their own traditions and stuff that they they all kind of shenangled together. And right. the Irish would not let the Jewish. Compete with them. They had the lock on the police, the politicians, and the gangs. They wasn't going to let you get in there. And what the Jews did was they started digging tunnels. And they started digging tunnels, and they started pimping. Those are the first pimps. Wow. Their, their whole culture to this day, as we see with these mitzvahs, is pimping. They have a sexual degenerate culture. So they would go back over to Poland or wherever they came from 
dressed up real nice. Go see a dude. Yo, your daughter's beautiful. I want to marry her. Marry her. You know, pay the father. Go to the next dude. Get his wife. Come back with like six, seven wives. And they coming back to hoe. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going down in the hole. And that's when they started getting a grip on the Irish because the Irish liked them hoes. So they wow. had politicians would go down in them holes. This is Epstein. Their cops wow. is going down in the holes. Their businessmen is going down in the hole. And guess what? <laughs> we got you now. We know everything. Your wife, you don't want your wife to know what you're doing with my wife, do you? You know what I'm saying? You don't want your priest to know, you know, and that's how they blackmailed their way into the, the whole fix of things, you know what I'm saying, all through the the whole honeypot situation. Well, it's kind of interesting that they never moved up off of that, brother, and it don't it don't seem to matter. Whatever country they in, that's what they doing. It works. It works. It works. You can't resist, man. Bill Clinton. Every country got a Bill Clinton, man. You gonna go, man? You can't resist. She's fourteen. Come oh, on, Bill. Man, not every you know? country. <laughs> you know, you get what I'm saying. Though you gonna get, you gonna get one of them, man. I got you now, man. I need some, um, we need some more aid over here in Israel. You know what I'm saying? And send us some That's, of those those weapons you got, man, because you know we, we want to. Man, brother, now I know the world ain't got a chance, man. Just blow this mug up, because if you got a Bill Clinton in every country, we we done for, man. We, it's, it's over. Hey, man, every country got, hey, we got a Bill Clinton in, in, in black America. We got P. Diddy. Come on, oh. man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we got a... And um, Cat Williams, man, Cat Williams done broke the internet, man. He got over fifty million. He sure views. have. He sure have. Yeah, he. Telling um, the truth. One thing yeah, about he was he was he was he had like Kanye, because you know we kind of uh-huh. bust him out a little bit too, along with everybody else, some time ago. So we ain't surprised about what he's saying about Diddy, or. Uh, Jay Z, and that they had, they was at the island, at Epstein's island. Who's surprised? Yeah, he alluded that Chris Tucker was at Epstein Island. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and, hey, I've heard everybody come back had they little. I ain't hear Chris Tucker say nothing, but I, Cedric done came back. Man, anytime you want to do it, man, I'll kick your ass and. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey came out with the, he played the, you know what I'm saying? Man, that little guy, man, you know, man, he ain't on my level. You know, he played the hi-hat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, uh, Ricky <laughs> Smiley came. Huh? Are you messing up again, Dr. X? Yo, Paul. They want to whoop up a Can you hear me? Yeah, now we can. Okay, you mean to tell me they talking about whooping up on Cat Williams? That's what that's what um well Cat Williams said he wanted to punch Cedric in his fat belly. So yeah. Cedric was man, well you see me, man, nigga, punch me in my belly, see how that works for you, nigga. You know, he was doing that type of stuff, you know what <laughs> I mean? So that's that's what he was saying. 
Uh, Steve Harvey tried to play the your little dude, man. You ain't on my level. You know what I'm saying? Let me go to my talk show, man. I'll talk to you later, man. Enjoy your little comedy tour. You know, he, they all tried to play it. He tried to play it that way, but none of them. Even Ludacris had a little wrong dissing on his stuff, but none of them said that what he said wasn't true. You right. know what I'm saying? Except for one, and that's the only lie that I saw, well, not mistruth that he had in his whole thing was that Cat William, I mean, or was that Kevin Hart came out of nowhere because I kind of know where he came out of. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I know that he's, he was, um, see, Cat Williams is West Coast. That's where he came out of the comedy scene over there. Right. So Kevin Hart was over here in, in the Philly, New York, East Coast thing, you know, and that's where he got discovered by Damon Dash. And Damon Dash put him in his first movie, which was a hood classic. It was called Paper Planes or something like that. Never and, heard um, it. Yeah, it was just something that was straight to DVD. And that ever yeah. where everybody was putting out movies that went straight to DVD. But however, yeah. they sold about 300,000 copies of this movie in a month or whatever. And um, that put him on Hollywood's radar. Because mm-hmm. now it's like, I'm going over here to try to get a deal for him because, you know, that movie was so successful and he was the star of it. And that's how he got the soul playing role. You know what I'm saying? But it was true that it was offered the cat first. But, however, right. he turned it down and this dude got it. You know what I'm saying? What you expect him to do, you know? But I think that, um, I think he's, I think it's a play because you saw he bought out his wife now. He bought out Kevin Hart's wife, his first wife. He put her on tour him. with him. Yeah, he bought her out on stage, and he's going to put her on his tour. So what was she in the media? She, she was the one who was writing all Kevin's jokes when he started. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so he, he went and found her and put her on tour with him. You know what I'm saying? So that that I thought that was like yo that's a eight that's a boss move because Kevin tried to say Kevin's played is smart Kevin was says so he texts oh he types something like um damn champ I didn't know the hate ran is deep you know he played it like that you know I said yo I think they really want to do a, a battle or something because they'll make they'll they'll make hundreds of millions of dollars off the pay per view if they had a little mm-hmm. comedy battle like the rap battles. Everybody's going to go watch that. I think that's really what the play is on this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I just... Brother, I think this was around 2010 or 2009 when uh, uh, Steve Harvey had the gall to challenge Cat Williams and they had that that battle up in Detroit. And he mentioned it. Yeah. I remember when that happened. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying, man. It's on the internet. It's on the this internet. This would be the time. Put it on. Yeah. You get the pay-per-view right to this, man, stream it. Yo, they'll make hundreds of millions of dollars off. It'll be like a Floyd Mayweather fight. You know what I'm saying? It'll be super huge, man. They'll, they'll kill it because they got all the buzz around it right now just from him doing yeah. a YouTube interview. Yeah, but you know <clears> what, brother? Ain't nowhere in the world Kevin Hart would ever. I don't think he got the guts, brother, because... He just ain't funny to me. I don't 
I don't get it. Yeah, I don't find him to be the funniest guy. He's not he's not the corniest comedian, but he's certainly not the far from one that I would pay to go see. You know what I mean? But I've heard worse. You know, he can, he hits you with is, you can go to Martin Lawrence and basically don't let him say nothing. And it'll be funnier than than this heart character. Now, when I listen to Cat Williams, I get his jokes to me like at least seven out of ten of them is funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kevin gets maybe one out of ten. One out of ten will be like, well, he got that one off. The rest of them will be like, uh, this is a waste of time. But, um, yeah, I think Cat is even funnier than Martin to me because he tells jokes. And, yeah. You know, it, it's not all trying to be, you know, weird. I don't know. But I, I just like the jokes he tells. It comes from that, like, sort of like he a pimp. And you know what I'm saying? It's funny. It's like he's in a character. I'm going to tell you who's really the king as far as I'm concerned. He right there with Dave Chappelle. He just don't play it that way. There's one dude, and this dude is the most versatile actor, black or white as far as I'm concerned, in Hollywood. And he just damn near died. Oh yeah, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. He does uh, a Donald Trump that if you close your eyes, <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell the difference. That dude yeah, is good at that. He looks funny. He's a little guy, so he checks all the boxes. But he is naturally funny, and he's talented in ways that. I don't think there's another comedian that's got the multi-level of talent that that dude The singing, the singing and all that stuff he do. If he can mimic R&B artists, like, I'm going to hit y'all with some Luther, and then he'll he'll bring it into something else, and he'll sound yeah. like Freddie. You know what I'm saying? And he'll, this is Gerald LeVert right here. You know, like, he'll hit you with a lot of different, yeah, he's very good. I always thought he was funny. And, and, I'm tell you something, brother. I ain't uh-huh. seen nobody. Do a Trump the way that dude do Trump. Nobody. And I'm going to be honest. I've worked on my Trump. Just Google uh, him doing Donald Trump. It's going to blow your mind. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check that out. The other guy I got up there is uh, Eddie Griffin. I think he's like real funny. Oh, yeah. He's funny. If he can ever stop drinking. Yeah, yeah, you can tell he he out there, but he he been going he been going hard on Diddy the last month, bro. Oh man, he said, you know, Suge Knight just in jail waiting for this nigga to get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, y'all have a nice one, man. Love y'all. They'll put Diddy in the ground before he go to jail. Oh yeah, because you know what. <laughs> He'll start talking. <laughs> Shit, nigga, you was at the party with me. Yo, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I swear you with, uh-huh, you, you better not. Everybody. Right, so they even, up, man. Look, the question becomes. Even, go ahead, Bear. I was just going to say, they even saw uh, Denzel Washington was at one of his parties, too. Wow. Well. 
the question becomes, who ain't had sex with Diddy? That's a smaller list. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a question of going to his party. It's how long did you stay? Because, mm, you, mean, you know, you could go there, and I see some shit and be like, yo, I got to go, man. All right, man, it's been a ball. You know what I'm saying? But if mm-hmm. I stay, now I got to kind of look at you a little bit question. Like, you stayed and then right. You know what I'm saying? But if I, as soon yep. as I see see something pop out that's not, oh, no, that's not mine. I see y'all later. Right. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All I can say, brother, is a guy like Diddy, he earned it. I'm just waiting for Jay-Z. He next. Oh, they on him. They on they talking about him too. Yeah, I know, but he's like he's like the real Teflon Don. Okay? Mm. He has this air of legitimacy because of his wife. Mm. They on right. her too. He's he's a lot more um conservative than J um yeah. Than so Yeah. yeah. His his come down would be the person that could have took him down already came out and put everything out and they didn't believe him. And that was um dude who used to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh man, what's his name? Who Charles Smith, of? I think. I'm a running Johnson Charles, the running back. Yeah, they was that was his little boy toy. They was. Yeah, they was living together and everything up in Trump Tower. They was living together, mm-hmm. man. It, it was rumored that, but he came out and admitted, yeah, me and him had it, but no one believed it. So that was the gun, the bus, but nobody believed it, man. And it kind of just disappeared. Yeah, and then Kanye tried to put him out there on front street, but from what I hear, people are legitimately scared of them cats, man. Yeah, they threatened Kanye's kids. So he had to come out and apologize, man. Yep. They say you will never see your kids. That's it's just mm. it's just world is just man. People wonder why people wonder why I've always kind of shied away from cameras. I don't like to be on cameras and in that limelight and all that stuff, man. I don't. I want to be able to walk down the street anonymously. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I enjoy anonymity. Okay, it's my protection. That's my shield. Anonymity. Yeah. Yeah. So, for people who want that limelight, be careful because you can get too close mm-hmm. to it. It'll burn the shit at you. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's the truth. So I just tell people that if you want to make some money. Find an alternative way to make money. You want to be a comedian, a singer, there there are a number of ways that you can do that without hooking up into this garbage. And that little thing that I mentioned a few weeks ago with the little little skinny white girl with the football player for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, watch they get their ass whooped, cut. The Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, you talk about Taylor Swift, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's bad, bad mojo, brother. Ever since she's been around, they've been ordinary. Don't yeah, be surprised. NFL been pushing her to be around because the ratings is through the roof. 
She's the biggest singing star in the world. Yeah. And, and, um, so and um, they even put her in the video game. I know it. Look, but now they want her to squeeze the orange. See, she ain't ran into nothing until she started messing around with the orange because they using her in pro football to manipulate the young people. Okay? But now that means she's got, they want her to come out here and endorse whoever the Democratic uh, nominee is. I've been hearing that since last October. Last time. Huh? She did it last time. She she Democrat. Yeah, she 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 did part of that uh, rock the vote and did concerts and everything for Biden. She's yeah. She's probably at the inauguration singing, man. She's big time into that. So it's Beyonce and all of them. Look at them for. That's right. Oh, I'm with you 1,000 percent. But this is 2024. This ain't 2020. This ain't 2016. And the orange is blowing up like nobody's business. Mm. He like that orange. Hey, blue, huh? Did mm-hmm. you see the on Fox? They pulled out the tarot cards and they was reading Trump. Uh, you want to do a show Friday, baby? Mm-hmm. 
Huh? I'm gonna do yeah, some I'm like, it's a, yeah, whatever you want to do. I'm here. Yes, ma'am. All right, I'll send you the thing. Okay. Okay. Hotep, tep. All right. Better love. All right. Hotep, Better tep, love. Tep, Thanks, man. everyone. Better love. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And better love. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.